bring my water. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh no! Here. I mean, do, do you want me to vamp? You can go grab your water. I'll be. I'll be. Yeah, I can handle this. I'll be okay. Okay, uh, uh, kids. <laughs> this week we're going to start off the conversation. <laughs> holy Roman Empire was not holy. Wasn't Roman. Was not an empire. Discuss. I don't know if I'm going to come back at this point. But <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> TK's out of here. <laughs> well, welcome everybody to another episode of the best of our week. Uh, this podcast is where TK Bay and Juan Carlos Bagnell sit down as two nerdy friends who happen to live in the same time zone. We just catch up, like literally just try to chat out what we've been doing this week, what the best technology stories and reviews and experiences of our week have been. And man, boy howdy, I'm already seeing a tremendous list of names in here. Slow Mojo, Holla at Your Boy, Vince Navoa, David Burns, uh, Barry Johnson, uh, Mr. Engineer Reacts, Ashlan, Michael Corcoran, Farhan, Jason C., Ron Guido. I mean, this is like romper room extraordinaire. And uh, TK, uh, welcome back uh, to, uh, to the best of our week. I, again, no, I mean, I'm serious. It, it got to like 90 degrees out here again in the yep. mid-90s. Right. And I think uh, staying hydrated, that's definitely an important thing. We uh, we want to be advocates for good for good health, even whilst po- uh, podcasting. I, I'll say this much. I In this the matter of this week or week or so since we last spoke, I have spoken so much. I've done yep. too much talking. I've and, blown uh, my voice out twice. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> And you're not even at CES, so you know how bad it is. No. I was like, I've been just doing normal talking. No, um, I've been researching stuff and talking to a lot of, uh, you know, things for around the house and so on. So for me, it's been consistently talking for different contractors and stuff like that. So it's been a lot of conversations, which honestly, this is so bad on my end. I totally forgot about the Team Pixel meetup this afternoon. I oh, saw no. the email a few days ago, but I, I I don't know why in the past I remember they used to send. We out, got we got to do? assault actual Google engineers about <laughs> fingerprint issues on the Pixel Six A. Oh my great. God! I want I, I want to hear I want to hear more. Um, uh, well, it's good because then we'll have good conversation. Then no, um, yeah, I totally missed it, and I just saw posting pictures where uh, Mark and some of the other guys from Team Pixel were posting pictures from the event, and I saw you, and I wanted to almost comment and say, hey, technically I was in the show. Have you seen Juan's hat? I was there. I was with them. I was just. I was repping. Yeah, I was repping. At least repping your merch. I feel terrible because, like, I I was. These 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 meetups always happen um, right when we're getting ready to cook. Right when we're getting ready to eat dinner. And so it's convenient. uh, It's more functional around eight p.m. for East Coast side, but for the West Coast. Yeah, I'm in the middle of a swimming I mean, with my son. I'm coming back. I'm yeah. paused. Like it, it's, I, I it, it's, it's good. I mean, it's good that it's not too late. And I understand why they, they time it that way. But I would have thrown you a text if I could have seen who was actually in the room because I was just, I was just streaming it from my phone. I, so yeah. Google Meet on my phone is, you know, it's, it looks like just like a little chat window with like a little pop out for how they're doing their slides and stuff. And I can't see who's, who's in there. And I was also, you know, mixing up beans and rice. So I wasn't really paying that close of attention or I would have shot you a message like, yo, TK, why don't you pop in here? So I feel bad. I I should have been looking out from a buddy and I feel like I dropped the ball on that one. So my apologies. Like I said, thank you for representing and and making sure Team TK Bay was there in spirit. TK Bay's merch was on point for the Team Pixel meeting. Oh my God. Slow Mo Joe saying it's 17C here, man. That is nice. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Nice and cool. But no, yeah, we've been been rocking... 
And there's no end in sight. We haven't seen, I haven't seen a single forecast that says we're dropping to 80s or anything. So it's going to be no, actually, out for the next week or so. Not, not, not only 90s. I, I mean, for our neck of the woods, I think we're in for another like five degree bump uh, <laughs> getting into uh, the first week of August. So, well, I'll, I'll be, so it should be fun. I'll, I'll be thinking of how nice California is, but, um, I, I am. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess I haven't really mentioned it anywhere other than just speaking to yeah. you, but I will be, I will be at the uh, event in New York next week for the launch of the one plus 10. I keep wanting to call it the one plus 10. Cause I, you know, when we never had the 10, we just went straight to T, you know, T right. for TK, but no. Um, uh, <laughs> would it be funny if I show up to one plus and say, Hey, I'd like to add the K to the one plus 10 T. Why? I'm going to, I'm going to turn Mike, my mic side down a little. Does that still sound okay for you? you Cause I think I was coming in a little hot. Is it, was it clipping on your side? Well, the, uh, well, I mean, I think the last time we did one for whatever reason, my, uh, my mic was substantially louder than yours. So I'm just going to drop me. And I think you were actually mixed. Okay. I think I was coming in again. This is a stream yard thing. I can't hear what we sound like together so we'll, we'll, have we'll to be getting that in next year's version i keeps adding features but i still <laughs> I, yeah no I, I want more functionality on mobile chrome i want better custom options and so on but i mean overall it it, it does mm-hmm. the job as best as we can it's just mobile it it just tanks no, did, did you did you fine. did you happen to see me because we were making fun of google a couple of weeks back how google duo and google meet are going to get like stapled together in mm-hmm. another horrendous branding exercise, confusing <laughs> consumers when they could just stick with one name. Like you could change every bit of code underneath, but if you just stuck to the name, like we could still be using Hangouts, but Hangouts could be this new code. Should it would be fine. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think it's funny is now they're reintroducing this amazing new feature, TK. I'm oh. going to blow your mind. Go ahead. In please. Google Meet. You can have all these participants, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You can have you can have multiple people on cameras chatting yeah, yeah. to each other. Skype now, yeah. you can broadcast that directly to YouTube. Isn't that incredible? It's only taking us like five years to come full circle to replicating the core functionality Google, that we used Google to have Google, with yeah, Hangouts yeah, on Air. On the air. <laughs> Remember, that's how we used to do the live, right? We used to have to set up that thing else on It was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, and then they took it Google, away when they made Hangouts. Oh, yeah. I, I want to be a fan. I, I, I mean, I absolutely adore what Google's doing in their hardware it's a division. Compart- it's a comp- compartmentalized ecosystem that I think a lot of people don't realize. They don't. It's not one team that yeah. runs the whole, you know. This is right like here. the worst game of corporate telephone I've ever seen played. Playing out over a decade of software features, replicating the same functionality over and I, over and over again. I, I will say, <laughs> <laughs> I will say today I had a little bit of flashback. So you remember Google Google Music, right? That that service that we had yeah. for the longest time. So Google Music icon has been taken away. We don't see it anymore on our system. We have, you know, Play Music now, the YouTube Music application. But on my watch or on our Tick Watches, if you ever play music through the Play Music app, the icon, if there is no profile or no folder or no uh, album picture, is still the Google Play Music icon on the watch. Oh, I, I had a little, that. I had a bit of a flashback. I was like, oh, uh, a little nostalgia. Yeah, mm. a little bit of code, a little bit there, there. Um, 
when I was in San yeah, Francisco. Jason, some... by 2025, we're just going to be calling it Hangouts again. <laughs> <laughs> You know what we should all do? Like, just yeah. how I'm I'm such a snarky git where I still call the S22 Ultra a Note 22. Note 22 yeah. We should all just refer to every single individual discrete messaging it's platform from Google as Hangouts. As Hangouts from now on. It's like, hey, just get me on Hangouts. Don't worry it's about fine. it. It's we fine. We're cool. I mean, do you, you want to broadcast this? We could do Hangouts on air and we could all <laughs> chat together if you want to just do that. I uh, I totally would meet you on Hangouts on Air, man, because that's that's the OG way, you know, like back in the old days of Hotmail and, and you know, all the good stuff. Yeah. Dave but, Burns. Um, Google should teach a master class in consumer confusion. Because, <laughs> 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 um, again, I'm a big fan of a number of the divisions within Google. I kind of feel a how not to be a massive trillion dollar company on the Internet class. I feel like Google is most qualified to teach that class. And yeah, no, and and, and in all uh, jokingly <laughs> manner, of course, I would say realistically is the reality is it is compartmentalized. It is a lot of different teams that are working uh, to, to try to strive to give services. But I, the hope is yeah. that you think that if a new team is coming over for a service, it's going to be taking over an older or an existing service is that it would at least bring in the feature set, like at least transfer that in as your basis. Like that should be your right. jump off point, right? Um and, and like you said, uh, I think it's a great feature to have it. I think it's an amazing thing. And I hope that it does, um, you know, it's, 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 let's just say this, I'm hoping it's simpler than Hangouts on Air. I will say that. Yeah. The, comp- the setup of a, of a live stream on Hangouts on Air required a little bit of training and knowing exactly how I to mean, do it. I we're, mean, we're literally doing this in StreamYard because yeah. Hangouts on Air never really evolved to it be was abs- the service. It was exactly this. Yeah, yeah. That was the reason why I started on when, yeah. when you, when you turned me on to it, um, but I will say this. Welcome to everybody, and I hope everybody's doing well. I do apologize for having to run out. Um, I have had, I mean, my week. Yeah, actually, let's just start this. Let's start off with the best of our week because we, we haven't done for it for sure. the last couple of times. Let's, I'll, start, I'll kick it off to you because I feel like maybe you'll have a nice positive because I don't want to be the gloomy guy today. I, I, it's going to be a different TK, mm-hmm. but what is your best of your week? One? What has been the best part of your week? Oh, I mean, it's it's hands down. It's been bouncing back and forth between two substantially different tiers of smartphone in playing with the Pixel 6a and immediately the Magic like, 6a? Juxta- yeah, I like to call that. just opposing <laughs> that with the oh Xiaomi 12s Ultra. Um, this it, this is has been so illuminating and it, and it really has been reinforcing I mean, I soapbox about this a lot. I'm sure I'm going to have very similar things to say about different kinds of phones throughout the course of the stream. But man, I'm sitting in front of a desk full of phones and they each have something unique and something specific to offer Mm -hmm. consumers. And it's driving me crazy how we're trying to boil down every single conversation about the smartphone into a reductively simple consumers must be submaronic idiots kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. And and again, like I'm playing with a $1,300 phone against a $450 phone. And it should be exciting when the $450 phone wins a few fights. This mm-hmm. is not indomitable at $1,300. And the Pixel 6a I'm I'm sure we should expect some polish and improvements over time because oh, again, absolutely. no phone launches without some sticky bits. 
Actually, but just for, launched, just for reference. It, today is the day. Yeah. Happy Pixel 6. <laughs> Again, so so this is also the other thing that's going to be frustrating, and, and, and I'm, I refuse to let this entire podcast descend into Juan's cranky rants about search and YouTube algorithms, but the Pixel 6a is already peaking on Google Trends. Mm-hmm. And if you look up Google Trends, I mean, I think it's something like three or four to one, the organic searches for iPhone SE versus Pixel 6a. So the, the, the peak window of search viability and consumer interest in this phone is happening a week before consumers can really get their hands on the phone. Who's this guy? <laughs> so i'm so i'm so glad mark said that xiaomi reminds him of the lumia 1020 because like uh, yeah uh, lumia 1020, insert lumia 1020 conversation i have it on my desk right now again uh, uh, it's it's uh, like when when we uh when we look at what what it takes to make a good camera phone you need a giant oreo disc on the back <laughs> of your phone um but no what 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 i think is 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 really galling and i think is really frustrating is our our availability for other brands in consumer interest and ratcheting search mm-hmm. is a very brief window and google's timing for consumers i think is spot on because yeah. i'm wrapping up my script on the surface laptop go 2 we've got oh, the man, pixel 6a i wanted 6A. to put that out today I had, I, I had everything scripted ready to um, but i got yeah sorry yeah but it's the, the right time way. like yeah. this is this is the kind of gear like there's a 450 dollar phone here where if you have the means to provide that for a child man this is a monster option and you've got some great lifestyle calling and communication features for a kid for an yep. older family member again it gets google on this unified platform there are so many good ideas here it is sad to me that our our window of interest as dictated by google i mean again i'm looking this up on a google service is <laughs> is so narrow so so yeah. one crankiness adjacent mm-hmm. the actual use of these products has been just amazing like oh, so absolutely. fulfilling i'm, yeah, I'm no, bouncing it, back and forth between a zte a vivo a xiaomi a pixel a couple gaming phones against my steam deck a lower cost student grade laptop and like all of this gear is absolutely nailing the claims that these manufacturers are making so this this year has been really this year this year this week <laughs> um this week has felt like a year has welcome, been welcome really back to the best of our year sorry go ahead. right oh, we're gonna have to do the wrap-up at the end um at the end of 2022 but but this whole week has been very satisfying for kind of confirming my feelings that mm. man when you give a gadget a chance and you actually try to dig into who it should be for yep. these things are actually performing in a way that is very satisfying well, I, 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 I want to be able to say that I, my week will will probably be close to that. I'm, I'll say this: best my week, honestly, has been playing with the six A. The six A for me has been the one I've been, you know, uh, basically just spending a lot of time with since we've had it last Friday. So last Thursday when we spoke and we had, uh, uh, you know, our our friend over. We didn't get a chance to basically know that the phone was going to be there. So it came in the day after we had another like, right. sort of live stream together, unboxing it. And then as of tomorrow, we'll be there about 24, you know, about seven days. And it's been an absolute pleasure using a um, what is considered to be a budget friendly smartphone, but yet boosting and and basically showing us what Tensor can do on on a 6A, yeah. you know, running with 
um, you know, camera processing. I've been taking, I took it with me to the, I told you we're going to go to Magic Mountain, took it with me there, mm-hmm. uh, went down, uh, you know, taking pictures with it. Um, I Tell know me my, it's not great. It, no, I mean, I, I know like, oh, the camera sensor is so outclassed and you're like, man, you got to be dumb you know, to say something like that. If you can't demonstrate where a larger camera sensor has an advantage, then you are woefully unequipped to tell me why the 6A might be inadequate for point-and-shoot photography. This thing has been solid. Because, again, you took it out into a more challenging conditions. I just did some of my normal night shots on Mm -hmm. it. But um, I I did have a concern. Because all of Google's previous outings with this camera sensor have been on Qualcomm hardware using Qualcomm's ISP. It is not a small transition Mm -hmm. to move all of your algorithms and software over to completely different hardware. And and I'm shocked that this is as seamless as it is. Again, that's something that you would hope would come true. Google has the resources to make it happen. But when you really see it in practice... That deserves a lot of credit. This is one-to-one. The experience is is the Google Pixel camera experience we've always known that on is, Snapdragon is, SOCs. Everything. Exactly. On a Tensor with this different camera sensor that we didn't start it, using with Tensor. It's, it's almost it's almost like saying they learned from everything the six and the six pro is doing. And 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 again, yes. getting that experience on, on a bunch of no, but this, I mean, is again, I, this is the big factor. I think a lot of people are missing is you are sure. getting on on an Android ecosystems on an Android on an Android device a system on a budget phone that runs the same SOC that's on a flagship. So mm-hmm. there's a big difference. the 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 way the image process the images process after you take a picture are much faster. That snappy response. You're getting the horsepower that you want to get out of that system running it, and the, the smoothness, the transitions, the uh, you know even the fingerprint sensor, which I know there's been talks about. You know, for me, it runs it runs perfectly fine on both my right and left finger uh, thumb. I mean, I don't know some people. I, I, I will say the. Where we are right now, a lot of us are still using pre-release mm-hmm. software. We're we're not on on the latest version of the yeah. Let's say was it July or maybe even August in a couple of days or so. But at the end of the day, where we're getting here is, as you said, the benefit of all those months and uh, that the Pixel Six and Six Pro had to kind of go through their growing pains and and their release with yeah. Android Twelve. We're benefiting so it. My, it's there. It's like my my experience is like one to one, and like again, we're talking optical fingerprint sensors. Even oh, yeah. with the polish and the improvements that I've I've seen, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the Pixel Six Pro has kept my SIM card the longest out of any phone that I've used. Mine this is still year. sitting in it. My my yeah. work my desk my daily work uh, phone again because I'm in between yeah. on a bunch of import phones. My SIM card is back in the Pixel Six Pro, um, uh, and you know I've got this sort of almost permanently now paired to my Tick Watch like. I've got a couple other watches that I cycle and I'll bounce back and forth, but my main watch has not been unpaired from my Pixel 6 Pro since February. I dig it. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so when when we're when we're looking at some of those features and what you're saying, like, I, I think it's okay to say when we're buying in at the bleeding edge. Yeah. I think our expectations need to be a little bit more directed towards. At launch, if you buy pre-order, you're one of the first out the gate. Increasingly, yeah. expect to be a beta tester. Yeah, or, I mean, that's it's generally true. Yeah. It, it, but it's generally true with almost all manufacturers now. When you are the tip of the spear, and you're, and again, it sucks because those are also the consumers who are spending the most money. But 
you're also getting the most bleeding edge tech, the newest hardware, the newest software, everything's getting lumped into one release. I think if you want the stability, you should be looking at buying premium tier about three months into the life of that phone. The Pixel 6a, out of the box, with an out-of-date security patch, has performed better, and and the fingerprint sensor has been more responsive for me than on my Pixel 6 Pro after almost a year of updates. <laughs> and that, to me, is is like what you were saying. It's like they learned from all of this previous data, but yep. then they also knew, like, hey, man, this is the mainstream phone. We can't experiment. We, we can't push boundaries. We've stick, got to focus in on a core exactly. user experience yep. and deliver yeah. that much, much smoother. Well, I was going to say deliver on that experience, but over deliver on the horsepower because that's this is basically what the 6A is. It's the it's the 5A updated for 2022 with the uh, with basically their 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 main SOC, which is literally still gets better every time you use it. So that's been one of, one of my biggest things going on with it. And I was I had hoped to drop the uh, the the uh, Pixel sorry the Surface Book uh, Go 2 video this morning. Um, I just got sideswiped. I have a, literally, it's been like a very, very busy week for me. Um, but tomorrow though, I will be dropping a video hopefully for the 6A and I'll put the, uh, uh, the, uh, surface uh, laptop hopefully over the weekend just to kind of make sure to kind of round it up. Yeah. Uh, but this, the last thing I do will say that I've had, I've been having a little bit of fun for the piece of tech that I got from you before on my, on my vacation. <laughs> and I finally got a chance after we worked out the whole little issue with the app, you and I, uh, to drop the video for the Okai uh, scooter, which has been so much fun. Isn't so it a good fun. scooter? Dude, even I was the so heat, even when it was scooter. like a hundred something, right? I'm riding that little sucker with a hat <laughs> know, and the right? air just schools down. I was just so cool. I was like, I was like chilling and, and like, <laughs> I, I, like seriously, it's a lot of fun. It's a nice little, uh, little, um, uh, little scooter. And I mean, it's not little, little, but you know, it's a, it's a nice little, you know, scooter itself, not that heavy. And I even, uh, the, the company reached out to me and, you know, like, Hey, thank you for putting out the video and stuff like that. I was like, I appreciate it. Thank you. I'd let them know, you know, we were worked out a deal. So cause like, it's yeah. It, so that's been really the best, but I've had a lot of things going on work wise. So it's been a little bit of a mixed bag. I'm hoping next week will be better, but yeah. So it, that's I figured it's a good way for us to start this week um, and kind of start talking about the Pixel 6a since there's been some yeah. conversations. You dropped the video about it, um, mm-hmm. talking about the, uh, the hardware and what we have, what we have in there. And, and I'm kind of also doing similar tomorrow, but um, yeah, yeah there's been I, a lot I think of you're surprising. I, I, I'm, I'm glad our videos are kind of coming out the way that they are, because I feel you're probably going to be in a better uh, headspace to really talk about the phone. Whereas I've gone through like an entire week of rewriting the angriest script I've ever tackled condemning the current state of YouTube reviews. And I think what I eventually arrived at was a reasonable balance of Juan's extreme crankiness against beginning a conversation that I think we're not doing very well. My entire video is only what do we classify this phone as? Because it is not a one-to-one replacement from the Pixel 5a. No. This is a very different animal in performance, in thermal characteristics, in hardware, in features, yeah. in the accessories that we would need to pair with it. Mm-hmm. If you have a family member on a Pixel 4a, I do not believe 
it is a foregone conclusion that you will want to move them over to the Pixel 6a. For and if we're not being careful... I would. I. I, no, I, I mean, may, like, I, even, I may get into the details there with you because I think the 4A, even 5G. even four a four a five G and and five a, yeah. All of the Snapdragon powered A series phones have been a sig a substantially different conversation about Absolutely. performance yeah, and yeah. power draw, and they've had things like headphone jacks as consumer facing features. Yeah. The Pixel six A is not a traditional mid ranger the way that we have always talked about mid rangers in North America. I am going to, I mean, like, to the grave, I'm going to say Pixel 6a is a flagship killer in, in using I would, I would, such I, I would, a high-performance SoC. I would to say that it's a premium mid-ranger. I would almost say, I feel like the Pixel 6a is a premium mid-ranger. It's literally so, the, the upper echelon of, of the, the, the The reason why I'm, 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 I'm making this distinction and I'm saying legit just going directly to flagship killer and I'm not playing with premium or tiers of mid-range okay. is because this is a phone that can hang with the 8 Gen 1, but lacks features like a headphone jack. That puts it in the same category as phones like Poco F-Series. Yeah. Those are flagship killer devices. They, mm -hmm. they exist to compete against significantly more expensive phones with high-performance hardware with a set of compromises we can all sort of live with. We do not get phones like that in North America. There are not many options to play in that tier. The only thing that we really do here in the United States is we wait for our phone to age out. So we'll go with a one-year-old or a two-year-old premium tier phone, and that's how we get a good deal on more high-performance hardware. The sure. Pixel 6a substantially redefines what performance at $450 should look like for the U.S. We've not seen something like this as direct here. If you played with Pocos and Vivos and Aikus and Redmis and Xiaomis, of course, of course you know what we're talking about. But if you yeah. haven't experienced those brands, those cost-saving but high-performance chipset brands, this is new. And it should not be directly recommended if someone was playing with the Pixel 5a and said, hey, you know what I really love about this phone is the epic battery life. Man, the 6a might not be the answer for that person. Or at least not. And I think it's important thing. why we need to get that right. Around. Yeah. And I, and I think the 6A, I, I agree with you with the, the benefits and the flagship player conversation purely because you're right. We don't have that type of experience. We you know when we talk about all those brands you're, you're referring to. Yeah, they're, they're in other, mar other markets, other countries. They, 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 we don't see them here. Um, and most of our mid-range to budget style uh, experience has been basically creeped around the 7 Series, which is not not that, that it's a bad process. I think the 7 Series from, from Qualcomm is very capable. It's the, great. The reason, yeah. the reason why when you mentioned the 4A, I, I wanted to poke a little bit more, i say the 4A 5G, because that was the year when we still had the 4A 5G, where in the 5A, they, we only had one model. And on the 3A, yeah. the series back then, that was just much, much older. I feel like the 4A 5G, the 5A, uh, and the, the what we get right now, obviously, with the Pixel 5, uh, they're all Qualcomm 7 series, 765 processor series, right? We're looking at that that upper mid-range experience or the best of the mid-range experience that I see as as demonstrated by my beautiful hand model on the right. Um, you know, uh, Senor Juan Carlos Bagnell, JC Bagnell, as he was on Team Pixel's meeting. Um, but so what you're getting there is a very good, consistent experience. We've gone a few years of Google focusing on rounding and improving and getting that and we see that now transition over to tensor fully 
you know, they, they went with their own SOC with the six and six pro. And the, I love the fact that we have now a solution, as you said, a flagship killer, you know, upper premium, all of those titles are basically saying is you're getting truly a flagship experience at a budget price. And you need to understand yeah. that that's what comes with the six, a this year, it may have the a series into it. And that's where, you know, the camera selection, um, you know, certain choices were done in there. And of course the unusable 60 frames per second is in there. But other than that, I know every I think, time I even think about the phone, I throw up in my mouth. Oh my God. Cause thinking about the phone, my thoughts are in too low of a refresh rate. I was about to say you probably yeah, your thought process is probably at 360, maybe 3, you know, 420. Oh yeah, I'm like 480 and 4K. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. 8, 8K for me <laughs> on some good nights when I'm sleeping. I close and I'm no. All joking aside, the the experience you get with this and and I I'm, I'm going to say honestly, I, I I still think the 6A need a couple of maybe I think maybe the 6A will benefit from Going, coming up, being up to date with the with the patch update, and I think we'll probably see that if not oh, yeah. by tomorrow, probably by Tuesday of next week when the August month uh, patch update comes out. I think that's probably, and that's going to be roughly when people are getting their phones, anyways. So overall, I think for yeah. people that pre-ordered are probably getting shipped, and they're going to start getting them now. You're not going to be disappointed. There is really very, um, there is no other device on the market that could do the same at the same price. Let's just say that the price point that you're looking at for what this is offering is just really where it is. And that's why I've been enjoying it. Um, I can tell I mean, you right I now. I did a video render test between the pixel six, a and the Xiaomi 12 S ultra. And I wonder which phone won. Hmm. Which one? One? No, I'm just going to. Uh, which, I, I, which one? 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 I was about um, to just get, yeah, we could do this for hours, dude. Uh, right. So, so yeah. we, we did the Team Pixel meeting. We, we got some FaceTime with some huh? of the Google yep. engineers and some of the Google product uh, specialists that are working on the Pixel. One of them specifically has been, meetings, yeah. she, she was like the, the, the spearhead for all of the A series Pixel phones. So we got like, oh God, she yeah. knows what she's talking about. <laughs> oh um, my God. Kind of conversation. Now I'm hating myself. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You missed out. Um, I, so they, they, they had a couple thoughts. One of the questions that I brought up was uh, power management. One of the uh -huh. things that I feel pixels desperately need because of the way that tensor is organized is yeah. a different CPU scheduler. Just like how we have on a number of Qualcomm powered phones, you've got your battery setting and you have like a balanced performance mode and a yeah. higher performance mode. And Google is trying to do this thing where it, it anticipates your use and it tries to scale CPU activity based on your use. And genuinely, I'd like to be able to go in there and say, nah, just, just limit, use a different scheduler for the CPU, just rein that in. There are so many people I know who have been using like Pixel 3As, they're not going to need this kind of tensor horsepower. They'll be way happier if they can push the give me more battery button as, a, as button. a distinct, Sorry. you know, like on our old PC cases, I've yeah, got my turbo yeah, button. So, so I brought that up in the context of the Pixel 5A and she point blank said like, yeah, Pixel 5A was a really interesting time for us. It was a very unique time for us. And, and I'm glad that people seem to appreciate what it was that that phone could do. We'll be working on Tensor to try and emulate that kind of power savings, but that's not something that we're working on directly. Well, she didn't say it like that. She said that they were working to improve and evolve over time. But well, she did sort of indicate it. like... Mm -hmm. But but she did seem to indicate like 5A was something really special for folks who valued battery life mm -hmm. above a lot of this sort of performance my, 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 metrics my son that we will put attest out there. to that with the amount of gaming he's been putting 
throw out the yeah. summer vacation break. <laughs> yeah. Um, part of me, where while as, as I'm spending more time with the 6A, I feel like maybe he needs to stay on the 5A. I don't think he would benefit as much from what he's looking for um, to a certain well, point. Well, it, I mean, it depends. It depends on what games. So he's playing. So we're 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 not talking um, our type of level games. We're talking obviously about Power okay. Ranger games. We're talking about Dino oh, games. Okay. Uh, Dino, yeah, no, nothing. You know, um, it, it's like that old, really terrible episode of Top Gear where they 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 did a fuel efficiency test between a BMW M3 and a Prius, but they did it on a track. So it's the BMW M3, like just driving around at like ninety miles an hour. That's nothing for for a v8 and a bmw but trying to keep that prius running at 90 miles an hour the prius was like the least fuel efficient vehicle ever and the bmw actually got better gas mileage because of how you were using it i kind of feel like if you're maxing out the snapdragon 765 you're going to do way worse than if you're kind of using the tensor <laughs> and, and I, well no the biggest thing for me I, I think for him as a big benefit is the fact that it still has a headphone jack i think so we were talking about some oh, of the yeah. differences between the two um having him be the ability of jumping over to headphones and just plugging in a headset it works great not to say that we couldn't buy an adapter to get it running on on the uh, l6 a um and i think overall i feel like since he's where he is right now with what, everything that he gets i think he's still happy with what it performs the camera performance the battery life he enjoys it he can play for a long time um, probably I yeah, will say is... is with a few updates on the six, a, maybe we can get closer. Like hopefully we'll maybe. be able to get there. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's not for somebody that has the five, like you said, the five, a, the four, a, uh, the four, a five G or even the five, I feel like they're still comfortable and, and the experience wouldn't be so massively different that they would be like, well, oh my God, I think it, you, you definitely feel it at a three, a series. You would definitely, uh, anything earlier than the, yeah. you know, the three series, because it is a leap forward at that point. It is a leap forward. Although in, in I've had family members go from 3A to 5A, mm-hmm. and all they talk about was how much better the battery got. Again, well, it's a, knowing it's that 3A to 5A yeah. is, 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 is a, I mean, it's a small, but it's a, it should be a noticeable jump in processor performance if I you know what you're looking for. So from a 6 series uh, Qualcomm to a 7 series too. So there's a, it's mm-hmm. a decent, it's a, a substantial and jump. That doesn't, like. that doesn't matter to my family members oh, no, no, at I all. Yeah, yeah. All they talk about is like, I'm using my phone the same way I was using my old phone. And this phone can run for like two and a half days in between charges. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you were not maxing out the 3A. You're not touching the 5A. The 6A might not be a phone for you. Like that might not be the jam like that could be grotesque overkill for what your needs are <laughs> at the expense of some battery life absolutely and i think it, it is need to be something that you have to tailor but i feel like it, so the, the price point of the 6a is really begging to fit into the like you said in your video it's that communicator right it's yeah it's a little bit bigger than the five um uh, overall if you want a smaller form factor it, it, every time i see it now that the five looks so much smaller than i think like in my mind i feel like the five is not that small but then i grab it and i'm holding it's it in my teeny. hand it's like it is a tiny little cute phone i like the color too i love the fact that they so just yeah. for me at least obviously they kept because you green. got sage <laughs> yeah i got sage yeah. baby we're all green here with the sage not envy um so I, I, I enjoy those functionalities. I think it's really, at the end of the day, those are the best panda. real, exp- exactly. Um, panda, I, panda, panda. Well, you, I thought you had a panda. Don't you have the panda? Or is that? Yeah, I do. I've got, I've got chalk 
for my six A, and I've got no. This I've got panda. panda. <laughs> no, I know you got panda. I got orange because you know. I I wish we had the orange accent button for the power button I, on I the just, chalk. Um, just bring that back. Company, I loved a company it. That it was so silly. Cases that does that. There's a case company. I, I want to say Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield. Yeah, yeah, Rhino Shield. They sell. They, they sell, pop out the buttons. in the case. They come up with an accent color. I love, love that, all those cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, by the way, I said Rhino Shield first. Uh, but you know uh, how how things are. Um, so that's been. So this is the thing that I look at. Um, is it perfect right now? I think there's some things that still need to be a little bit polished. Now I'll cover that a little bit more tomorrow. I know you and I have been talking about it a little bit uh, over there in a day mm-hmm. or so. Um, this why one of the reasons why I kind of I, I threw out the word magic is just a little bit of a background humor thing going on, but the you know the experience that we're getting right now I think is honestly even with the concerns that I have I would still recommend this to somebody looking for a, a budget friendly performer that will meet all your expectations as a communicator as a conduit to Google services as a um, even just a, as a personal assistant, even not necessarily just Google services, but I'm talking about dictation on on device processing, on device rendering, uh, and just um, like for me when I when I jump from the six from the five A to the six A, I see how much faster the snappiness. The system is a little bit more responsive, faster. I'm not having to wait too for long sure. for that, you know, for the processing after you take an image. As you know, Google is known for their processing because it's their. This is where their bread and butter and their camera system is set. Um, so it's exciting. I'm happy for this. I'm happy for this device to exist. I'm happy that it's finally available for people to try. So my hope tomorrow is to kind of culminate um, the exciting parts, the, the the things that I've seen, the things that I think that we still need to work on, and of course, I'm hoping. Maybe by tomorrow morning we'll get the update, and at least I can start looking at some some maybe see if that changes anything as to my point of view. But obviously, it's not going to be the last video. It's it's just the beginning. I feel like a Pixel Six A video or Pixel Phone. It, it's a phone that you need to kind of cover it over time. Um, yeah. As we not only do we get better, but we continuously get better. Um, how is this obviously going to? How is the hardware going to run um, on the six uh, on the six the six A and the and the six Pro when thirteen comes out officially, right? Uh, so those are things that we also want to kind of see because we're getting close to that 13 release. Uh, I think from what I remember, the last beta was officially released a couple of days ago. Yeah. So we're not that far. So yeah, we're pretty much and like... it's been running not, really smooth again on my from, Pixel 5. From the... Um, yeah. For, ever yeah. since 11... Uh, ever since, um, I want to say 12, uh, uh, you know, betas and pre-releases of uh, of Android uh, with Google have been pretty imp- performer. Yeah, pretty good performers. So I'm happy yeah. about that part. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I can rant from now till tomorrow, but it's not a rant. It's really more of an appreciation of what the 6A well, does. The the other thing that I'll, I'll throw out there, because we did, like I said, we got very aggressive with the uh, the Google <laughs> product specialists about fingerprint sensors. Um, they acknowledged that they are looking into these issues that people have been reporting. Um, yeah. The person that I, I feel like I trust his assessment the most is mm-hmm. Lenny over at Purposely Pixel. Uh, purposely pixel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He and I went. I don't know, man. We we were in in Twitter DMs for an hour because I am not experiencing this. Have you been experiencing the unlock no. bug? Okay, no, no, no. So, so both right and left thumb work perfectly. Fine. There, there is a slight. You put your finger, you feel like that first, and the second, and it relaxes. Mm-hmm. But it's consistent for me. I haven't had it where I'm basically like, oh my god, well, fumbling. But where yeah. if you scan one thumb. Mm-hmm. And you don't scan the other. So, I mean, sorry, if you register one thumb and you don't register the other, you can unlock the phone with your unregistered thumb. So, That's 
that that yeah. that's what we were describing to the the Google team. They were definitely like, yeah, we are absolutely looking into this. We take security very seriously. Titan chip and optical scanners and biometrics, you know, uh, blah blah blah. And so one of the things that they pointed out is that again, because these are pre-release and they're not up to date on security patches, one yeah. of the hardest things for an optical scanner to train into some mm-hmm. of these algorithms. We don't always appreciate how similar our thumbprints might be. Mm-hmm. Our thumbprints are often closer than any of our other fingerprints in terms of fooling some kind mm-hmm. of optical scanner. So if you scan one thumb and then you go to an optical sensor and you try and open it with another, you have a higher likelihood of a false positive. It's kind of like if you face ID and then you have like a sibling, the hit rate for the sibling you you do have high. a statistically higher likelihood yeah. Yeah. that your your brother or your sister can unlock your phone based on face characteristics. It's yeah. not it's not the same um, security when you talk family members for things like that on your hands, thumb to thumb. That's their initial hypothesis regarding the current inconsistent behavior of what some people are facing on the Pixel. Um, it just means I I must have better and prettier asymmetrical thumbs that I can't replicate <laughs> this. I'm not some weird symmetrical thumb troglodyte like no. Lenny at Purposely Pixel. You're like, is, they're, so. kind of, they're the same. Yeah, no, uh, A fusion dance! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I so with, like I said, when it, when it comes it, to it biometric security... Exactly. Yeah, but when it comes to biometric security, again, we need to have those frank conversations about what what really protects consumers. Um, fingerprints have a failure rate that can be higher than some other methods of security, like having a strong password. That yeah. is a part of the conversation, too. And then I also think we need to keep it in perspective. Like I said in my video, I am less impressed with someone who two weeks before the phone ships to consumers is acting like this is a widespread systemic issue with the phone when it's running out-of-date security patches, um, when that same reviewer or critiquer never had the same kind of complaint about two years of Samsung fingerprint sensors that were vulnerable, leaky, oh, or do you easy remember to the fool, one with the glass or easy to bypass. Yeah, with certain glass protectors. That happened for two years. Yeah, From yeah, the yeah. Galaxy S10... All the way through the Note 20, the only thing that improved Samsung security was Qualcomm building a new ultrasonic fingerprint sensor for the S21. There's an XDA headline that's Mm -hmm. really easy for you to look up. Galaxy S21 to feature new Qualcomm fingerprint sensor, which will hopefully fix the issues of the last generation of Samsung phones. If you ever saw reviewers say... I think that's a deal breaker. I'm real concerned. Maybe you shouldn't buy the Samsung. I'll eat my hat. <laughs> and this is my nice TK Bay merch hat. If, a, if now a, a similar, hat, guys, just to let you know, it's a really nice ball cap. So please don't find that YouTuber. Um, no, but seriously, find me that YouTuber. I would love to see that clip because I would. I'd be willing to bet most of that commentary is, oh, but it's Samsung. They'll fix it and they'll put out a patch. And you're like, no. What fixed it was new hardware from Qualcomm, and all you had to do was buy a whole new, brand new phone. Yeah. Um, 
if if we're talking about consistency and reviewers who claim to be objective defenders of the average consumers, then we should have heard the exact same shock and dismay for two years of Samsung phones we, in the same way that were just as concerned about the Pixel 6a pre-release. So we got to watch. We got to see if if yeah. this if this spreads or if it gets better or if it gets worse, we need the data. But I'm not that concerned right now in the state that I've been using the phone. I'm feeling pretty confident this is not going to be a widespread consumer vulnerability. Well, not, not, not only that, the, the, the statement being made about a device that it's, is in hands of reviewers, not the general public. No person, no average user or consumer watching that video up till maybe today has had access to be able to see the phone. So this is like very much a, and, and I think a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people that do these, uh, the videos, the reviews, the, the definitive answer, you know, on pre-release hardware, they're doing themselves either at this service by just being disingenuous about it. Like you're not addressing yeah. the fact of what you are you reviewing and where are you, what are you doing? The fact that you're, you know, first you're lucky enough to be part of the, the, the pre-release team to be able to talk about the conversation. I mean, mm-hmm. in, a, in a weird way, you know, this year we had, Team Pixel had a very nice experience where we had the phone a week before it was available to the public. Like we're in previous yeah. years, typically there's been that conversation. So I, I appreciate what Google did setting sure. the offset a week before, allowing us to be part of the conversation, uh, as well as the ability of basically contributing into the experience. And yeah, so what we're, we're looking at right now is, you know, a, pre, a product that will get better. I'm I'm almost 100% sure that it will get even better by just going to Tuesday next week with the security patch update. <laughs> the moment we're just the moment we're just up to date to what we have on the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro. You know what I mean? That alone. And also getting the 6 and 6 Pro to catch up on things like camouflage. Yeah. on magic eraser on i mean magic it's eraser. funny like 6a is as, as good as i because i've had a hard time it works well to, okay, okay. I mean, again i mean it it works well for what it is it's a yeah, desaturation yeah. mask or yeah. filter and, and for that i'm like yeah if if see this this is what drives me crazy about the way that people look at phone photos you know they start zooming in as soon yeah. as you show them a nice photo it doesn't stand up to photographer scrutiny because it's an AI generated mask and kind of like a burn or a dodge tool, if you're familiar with those. Um, But the whole point of it is I'm trying to get you to focus on the subject of the photo and ignore something distracting in the background. Exactly. And I don't want to just cut it out because that would be more disruptive yeah, or more eraser, obviously manipulated. may not do the exact. Yeah, exactly. So again, like, I think, all of these no tools problem. that we have to try and cut things out of photos, they're not always going to work. And so what camouflage does is just tries to desaturate and it tries to minimize anything mm-hmm. that might be distracting that's not going to hold up to scrutiny. So you go zooming in on what the camouflage has desaturated or masked, and it's going to look weird. <laughs> it's going to look unnatural. Um, but if you're trying to save a photo, like say you got just like a great reaction from someone or a great sort of candid shot, and you just want to get rid of some weird thing that's like growing out of their face, then the then camouflage does exactly what it needs to do. I was going to so, say and also the, a doctor basically for that thing growing out of their face, but yeah, camouflage for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah. so again, it's just interesting. Like, I, I don't think we'd see this the same way in Apple land. Google has now 
built up some experience, they've refined Tensor, they've, they've put out software to optimize it, and on their newest phone, they're launching a new feature. And then that feature is going to make it to the 6 and 6 Pro, but th this cycle is, this is the newest phone, we're ready to put this feature out, the feature is going to go. It's not, we're going to make you wait until the Pixel 7 comes out, and then we'll introduce this new feature, and you'll only have it on the Pixel 7, and it's not going to come to the Pixel 6 or 6 Pro. If you want this feature, you just have to buy a whole new phone. I, I'm, I'm appreciative that this feature is just, when it's timely, when we know it's going to launch, it's just out there. And then other phones will have to catch up. I mean, that's, that's kind of fascinating to see that difference in features and services and, and product availability. Yeah, no, and I, and I think some of the things that we appreciate is the, again, the, the the learned experiences and the proven history of what we get with uh, with this type of services. You know, it just keeps. I remember at the I/O. I was at the I/O when the at the first initially launched or even showed us uh, that demonstration of what uh, Eraser was supposed to do. It was a picture of a girl sitting behind a fence in a field, and they showed us basically that this is what it was supposed to do. Um, so from Brian Glaze, here's my definitive review. After using the phone for a maximum of a few days on pre-release software, there's no way for my opinion or perspective to be shaped or changed from this point forward. Absolutely. Because you're never going to come back later on and actually re uh, yeah, change that. You're thing. never going to come not gonna, back yeah, to revisit the we're phone. Not gonna, we're not going to get the... Um, uh, I know what I said at, uh, about with pre-release, but this is what I really think out of it. And, and right. I, one of the things I loved about your your content back in the days, uh, you know, Pocket Now, you know, the After the after the Buzz series. Because you Those are my favorites and, to do. I mean, yeah. we never got... Uh, it, it, again, it was like the traffic on those fell off a cliff. Because mm -hmm. we would, I mean, again, the window, obvious joke was window, obvious. Moving, yeah, it, you miss the window, and Google things like nobody cares. It's weird. And 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 like, if it wasn't a Samsung or an Apple, then we just have comments full of, "Was there any buzz for this phone?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. They all, they, they all they all know better. I I know the the comment section is always fun. Um, it's, it's but man, amazing. like I mean, th those were the days. Like I, I, I mean, we did the Mate Nine after the Buzz. We yeah. did uh, what was it? The LG V twenty after the Buzz was one of my favorite um, videos to classic. put together. Yeah, no, no. God, I, but like so I said, th that was a series that I felt like does uh, the job. And what we're probably going to start seeing in a little, in about a week or so, we're going to start seeing. And I'm, I'm I'm predicting this, but we're going to start seeing Z Fold three videos after a year because Z Fold four is coming out, right? SEO. Right. It's all about the game of SEO. Yeah. What's going to be from David buzzing? Burns? Yeah, I don't think it's fair. You guys expect qualitative standards and reporting from people who claim to be journalists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know that? Did you know that some content creators on the uh, in the market right now, although they're all we are all create content for YouTube or, or social media, some of us are categorized as media, and some of us are categorized as uh, you know influencers or creators or so yeah. on. Although we do the you know the same job gets performed on both ends, but depending on how to the, I, I try classified. not to call myself uh, I try not to call myself media or a journalist because no, I'm, I'm a creator. I create way content. too. Yeah, but I'm I'm way too emotionally involved, and I've even started telling people like, I don't know, I'm a consumer advocate. I'm not that's a reporter. A good, that's a good no, like, no, but, but that's a good. I feel like you fit that. A I bit definitely more. have a bias and a preference in this conversation, and I am trying to advocate for certain business practices that I think would be more beneficial to consumers. I am not reporting. <laughs>
on the news, I'm definitely editorializing. But I, but I think that's the, the, the style that you've been at, even from the days when you were at Pocket Now. It's been, this is why your deep dives make, makes more sense. It's because you are trying to focus on the experiences that you feel important to you if you were researching this well, topic. I, I mean, it's, it's not just me. I mean, like, that's why I think you and I have always gotten, gotten along. I mean, like, yeah. even when we've had some disagreements on, like, the actual nuts and bolts of how we think something should work, I, I know where you're coming from. As a reviewer in how you take tech apart. It's the same reason why I get such a good vibe off of that other crew of of YouTubers and streamers. Why I miss Scott Peachy. Again, Scott Peachy wore his Pixel fandom on his sleeve. But I, I, I always appreciated what he was trying to accomplish in any conversation. And and I know he's been going through a little rough time. Like I think a number of us have been yeah. over this summer and, and I hope he finds his way to coming back and streaming because I loved his streams. It's why I've become such a big fan of iTalks tech and Barry Johnson and Barry Johnson, computer yep. solutions and Kimmy and gadget goddess. I mean, there are so many of these people that are trying to, they're, they're trying to tell a story and they're trying to share experiences and they're actually living in this gear in a way that's very different from the old guard of YouTube reviewers. And I think it has so much more value mm-hmm. because it's it's a broader conversation. Yeah. Again, no. I mean, like what Barry brings to the table is very different than what you bring to the table or what I bring to the table. And if we all use the same phone, I think you get a much better look at like all of the pros and cons. Like, exactly how these things really sort of ebb and flow as opposed to I read you off the spec sheet yeah, and especially how they age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I read you off the spec sheet and I showed you some real pretty B roll with shallow depth of field, which now my camera is not going to focus on this phone because I'm too close. It's epic because you said shallow depth of field. No, right. No, we'll not. I'll show you shallow. Oh, we're going to get shallow. shallow. Okay, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) It's one of those. So, so, I I had this really, like, just dragged out back and forth with someone who claimed to be open-minded in my my YouTube comments, and I should have given up. But it was like, nothing I said about the Pixel 6 Pro could have been true. Everything I said, he responded with, yeah, but some other reviewer said that it was garbage. Or some other reviewer said it still had bugs. And you're like, you're not listening to any of this. You've already made up your mind about a phone you've never used... And your only evidence is a handful of YouTube reviewers who I would think are very suspect when it comes to reviewing less popular phones. I gotta, I gotta go. Like you're such a time suck and you're burning so much energy with these walls of text in my YouTube comments. You're not good at this. So go use something that you think will make you happy. But like, don't sit yeah. here and try and claim like, well, I'm I'm being objective and I just want the facts. And someone else said that this was a problem. I was like, yeah, that hasn't affected me. The Pixel Six Pro has been awesome. Yeah, but someone else said that the radio management, like, it's fine. I'm getting great five G speeds and it maxes out my Wi-Fi six. Yeah, but it runs real hot. You're know, like, not compared to a Galaxy S22 with an eight Gen one. My Pixel Six Pro is crushing Samsung at similar prices. Oh, but you have UI problems and glitches. And Samsung hasn't been putting out three OTAs a month for the last it. three months to fix issues. Like, Absolutely. don't don't sit here and pretend like this is consistent commentary. It's okay that phones have bugs and, and need patches yep. when it's a Samsung, but you need to extend the same consistency 
to a pixel, computers need polish over time. Yeah, no, but it, it, it is. And these are pocket computers. These are not. Yeah. These, this is not. These are pocket you know, supercomputers. Crazy, crazy what you can do with these. So this is the biggest thing about the 6A. And I, and I, and I realize, you know, we we appreciate what, what it stands for, what it offers. But it is such a weird place to be where we are right now in a position to having to undo some of these uh, commentaries and statements that were said. Um, and, you know, obviously do that do, by due diligence, by showing our work, by showing that this can and will survive and will do better. And it is, as other devices, actually better than some of the other, some other devices we've seen at launch with the amount of things that maybe do need a little bit of attention on them. As it, as it stands right now, the Pixel 6a, with the exception of a few, a few units, or even, you know, even with a software update, I think they're an e- not to say an easy, I feel like they're a solid recommendation. There are some devices that I say that they're an easy recommendation because it it would basic it would meet the expectations to a certain point. This will surprise you. This will perform higher yeah. than what you think a mid ranger is, and you're you're truly getting the best that Google has to offer as far as processing power, as well as when mm-hmm. it comes down to processing tech. You know the the software that Google is when you use speech to text on a phone other than a Pixel prior, and you go to a Pixel. And you see how quickly it translates or transcribes or, or even understands your spoken language much better when than other devices that have to connect to the cloud to bring back the conversation down. And if you're on a shaky internet, you notice that the thing takes forever. Raise your hand if you were using a phone on a boat for 10 days. But anyways, you know what I mean? <laughs> on a mother flipping boat. I'm sorry. I'm on a boat. Okay, I'm sorry. It's still amusing. But okay. uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but All we need is I, keep I, this is, That's all we need. This this is where this is where I'm at, and I'm going to be very anxious to see what sort of your deeper examination of the phone performance looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am concerned. Okay. I'm not concerned about processing power. I oh, am no. concerned about consumers in North America who mm-hmm. don't understand how this phone is different, and I don't think they're going to get a very good education from the most viewed and the most subscribed to YouTube channels. Or the first videos that come up when you search for that phone. Yeah. And so when 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 we look at Google's own search algorithms through YouTube, I think it's going to misrepresent. I mean, now we're so casual and we're so lazy in phone reviews, we're going to actively misrepresent what this phone is. And then someone's going to get it and they're like, wow, this phone runs warm. Mm-hmm. My, my Pixel 4a never ran warm like this. And they're going to be unprepared for how it's different. They're going to be unprepared for the differences in battery life. They're going to be unprepared for these things. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a, a to me, this is a, a precious situation. While we still have the Pixel 5a yeah. um, still in stock and still sort of floating around, people can still buy it. And you can yeah. get a good deal on it. Oh, um, th- this, to me, is a very important part of the conversation that internationally more smartphone consumers are going to grok. They're going to understand this because of those different types of phones that they get internationally in North America and in the United States. I don't know that we have the same metaphor for a phone like this. And I think that is, there's potential there. I'm not saying it's immediately bad, but I'm, I'm saying there is potential there for someone to get, think they're going to get the phone that's right for their needs and end up getting something that doesn't quite fit their needs because they didn't understand that difference. And that's what I feel we need to be able to communicate 
when we're talking to our family and friends and when we're sharing information between other techies is -hmm. to say like, what is this phone? Is it a gaming phone, a productivity phone, a communicator? I don't think the Pixel 6a is the best communicator of the year. Okay. I don't. I really don't. If your needs are low level and more basic and average, I feel there are some two to $300 phones that will probably get you better battery life with the same proficiency in using text messaging and social media. Um, I, I really do feel the 6a is now flagship killer. And that is a very different conversation about performance and power management. So again, that's where I'm concerned and why I'm going to be very interested in seeing what you have to say about the phone as, as you dig into it too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but I do also realize that you've been playing with another phone because I, I don't want to, you know, I, I know we've been kind of covering the 6A for the first uh, the first portion of the show. Um, one of the other phones that you've been playing around with that we've seen some content before, obviously, the, you know, the, the the all bow to the 12S Ultra, of course, you know, hail, uh, hail 12S Ultra. <laughs> all hail 12S, 12S Ultra. Ultra. But no, there are some other phones out there, too. One is exhausted. Oh, what? You got other phones? What? What happened? Go, what, please do tell. Uh, how has the Axon? This is the Ultra, of course. The uh, the Ultra of all the Ultra Axon babies. Uh, how has that been handled? Axon Forty Ultra. Ultra. Okay, so I love when I get to say, "Boy, howdy, did I goof in my?" I, I saw the title assessment. In the, uh, I'll be there. On, I, I saw the, the title on 40. the uh, on the Patreon when you submitted it. I kind of figured it out. I was like, okay. I finally I, did. I got there. I got, I got I'm slow, there. but I get there. So in my <laughs> initial... Weeks, there. No. <laughs> I mean, it took some investigative uh, digging and quite a bit of basic multiplication and algebra. Um, when I did my initial assessment on the Axon 40 Ultra, and again, it's not really a review. It's more of a first look and introduction on the phone in looking at the camera performance and reading through some of the more confusing language in their press kit, and then looking up these sensors online, it painted a very different picture of what this camera hardware, um, what this camera hardware resembled. Uh, especially I was fresh off of using the Vivo X80 Pro. I'm now jumping into the Xiaomi 12S Ultra. Mm-hmm. This is an ultra badge phone. So we have some certain, some, some expectations on what's going into this and how should it perform and what does that look like? Yeah. And then you would compare some of the photo output and the photo output on this phone is punching well above what, you know, when you kind of crunch the math on sensor sizes, punching well above some of the 1 over 1.5 inch camera sensors out there, Mm -hmm. especially in terms of optical performance, depth of field. Um, Again, this is all like, this is all not complicated, but it's all like the annoying photographer math that, you Mm -hmm. know, your eyes start to glaze over whenever I, you know, really start nerding out on this. So it took me a while. I mean, this is probably the steepest learning curve I faced on a camera. And a good chunk of that was just really like, what am I supposed to expect from this thing? It's performing in a way that I wouldn't have expected. Okay. The numbers are telling me that the camera sensors are doing this thing, but then I compare that against like a Sony with similar camera sensors, and it's it's not performing like that Sony. And so a good chunk of... I, I put out a camera review. It's about 17 minutes long, patreon.com slash some gadget guy. And the first third of that video is really just me going like, okay, this is what I tried. 
that didn't work. Then I had to do this math, and that kind of explained it. And now I'm going to compare it to an Honor Magic 4 Pro. And now we can understand why we're seeing what we're seeing. Yeah. And I'm really glad I took the time, because this is not my favorite camera of the year. This is not this is not the winner. I mean, you know, I, I'm very I'm very reluctant to ever pick a winner or a loser. I always try to find like who do I think this camera is right for? Where does this fit? Based on your budget, this is a budget ultra. It's an eight hundred dollar phone, and it's mm-hmm. called an ultra. And I think it earns that ultra badge, but it's the cheapest ultra you can buy. So. Short story, incredibly long. 17-minute video. It's on the Patreon. We've got photo samples, video samples, uh, exposure analysis, depth of field comparisons, video comparisons. I got these really cute shots of a bee Mm -hmm. in 4K at 120 frames per second. It looks real good. Mm -hmm. I did a low-light test shooting 4K at 120 uh, frames per second at night and the phone is resolving an image that blows my mind because if you understand nighttime photography like 4k 120 so you're getting a quarter the amount of light than if you were shooting 4k 30 you can stretch it and what this phone can do from the sensor in in terms of resolving an image and not destroying that image by boosting the iso too high is phenomenally impressive it really is something interesting. There is something special here. But I guarantee you the differences in hardware are going to be the least familiar shooting experience you can have as an Android consumer. If you've ever picked up a Samsung, you kind of have a vibe on a Samsung. If you've ever picked up a Pixel, you're using yeah. the easiest point-and-shoot solution on the market today. That's if you pick design. up the yeah, ZTE, mm-hmm. I'm going to say now, this is a little bit more complicated and a little bit clumsier to wrap your brain around than a Vivo X80 Pro or a Xiaomi 12S Ultra. There's a lot of the same good stuff in here, but it took yeah. me about two weeks to finally wrap my brain around what it was that I was seeing and get to a point where I could predict what the phone was going to do before I hit the shutter. That, to me, is kind of the winning thing. If you're a photographer, and I'm sure Scoop can kind of comment on this, you get to know a camera so well, Oh my god! you yes. know it's what it's nature. going to do it's before you... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You think in terms of what the camera will see. You dream in terms <laughs> of what the camera will see. It took me way longer to get there on yeah. the Axon, than it did on the Vivo, than it did on the the Note 22. The Note 22 was immediately accessible. Like, I know what a Samsung does. Oh, yeah. This, the ZTE was wholly unfamiliar. But I'm really glad I took that time because it is something different, but it's not bad different. This is something special. And there could be something really interesting in there for someone who wants kind of a crossover, almost like an Honor Magic 4 and a mm-hmm. Sony Xperia 1 Mark IV had a baby. Uh. And it cost less. <laughs> and that's kind of fun. Like, there's something really interesting about that. The, 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 the new kid on the block is uh, better, cheaper, faster, you know, higher, faster, uh, you know, always. <laughs> but again, 4K 120 across all three sensors is, this is only the second phone that's ever been able to do that natively. 
without I, I, a third I, I see your one mark for uh, right there, straight pulled from the equalizing all three. And I think so. I'll say this: this is a trend that I want to see more of. Um, especially on, on on devices that are labeled as ultras, when you start yeah. referring to yourself, because this is truly the new, well, the old pro now is ultra. It, it's when you start talking about the upper echelon of devices that are supposed to be the best of that company's production. You know, yeah, you're right. It may take a little bit of a learning style. It's not the phone that you jump in there and say, "Oh, hey, say smile." Next, move on. Uh, yeah, the, the 12s again. You need to understand that you're you're dealing with a lot of natural bokeh, natural shallow depth of field, the sensor size, the performers. It's not it's not the same. And then don't feel bad about the not getting the exact same camera right out of the box by opening and snapping a picture. Hey, see, Nvidia does its job once in a while. It, it got there. <laughs> it got, Took a sec. I, I gotta I gotta make this full screen because that is. That is one oh. sexy beast right there. Look at that. It man. really is pretty. And this hardware is gorgeous. The under display camera is that, hilarious. That, that little, bit of, little bit of a lip thing on the right side really accents it. And then, of course, you have the dual tone LED flash, the microphone, oh. and then the labeling on the back. It's and I always make the joke that I hate taking selfies in my reviews. But if you take selfies on this phone, you too will hate taking selfies. This camera is so practical for video calls. That's about all you're going to want to use use it for. I would I'd be almost tempted to say that it it kind of almost gives me a little bit of a vibe of a certain phone. A little bit. A little bit. A little I mean, bit. Obviously, minus the fingerprints, because that's how we do it. <laughs> no, I, I've been I've been rocking the, the Vivo X70 Pro Plus. Really, really nice. Like, producing content off of it, shooting with it. In, truly enjoy the benefit of, of having, um, you know, a, a very good. And I did get, I, we also got an update on it. Another, like, yeah, look at that X80. Oh man, the X70. And get storage. your reflection. Okay, now it's TK talking to TK's reflect. Oh, he's holding this phone. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, here you go. Yeah, I get to see myself, see my phone in your phone, in my phone on my screen, because that's how we do it. Um, no, no. So don't get me wrong. The the experience I feel like getting into a device like this, you know, is. It, it, again, you don't stumble into it. Obviously, I feel like an Exxon's 40 Ultra, um, you know, an X70 Pro Plus or an X80 are devices that are purposely purchased. You buy them because of what you know Vivo is yeah. capable of. You've, 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 you enjoy the, the science, the color science, the performance that they offer. Quite a few of the clips that I, that I used for my uh, for the uh, um, Okai uh, scooter were shot using it. Uh, like especially yep. that last little bit of clip, I had my brother helping me out over the weekend. And I was like, hey, you know, got to do a few you know, demonstration, open kind of slide, all of that good stuff. And it was like, yeah, it was easy. He didn't have to think. I set up everything for him and I handed it to him and I said, look, just focus on the spot. I'm going to come here. Just don't follow me. And I, I would go and come back. And <laughs> No, no. like I, Just I, hold still you know, and push record. But, but the, the, the reason behind <laughs> that is, like you said, it's an extension of you. And when yeah. you know how the product is going to work in the environment that you're in, that's I think what people need to understand so they can appreciate it. it it's this is the yeah. when you truly enjoy your device because you you know you know exactly how it's going to perform. Well, and, and that's why I'm surprised I, when you I said feel... 4K 120 in low light. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, oh man, managers. and it's good. I, I got this it's great good. city shot of a cop car driving to, uh, through an intersection with its oh, lights on, streaking, and it's in 4K 120. Oh no, no, you don't, yeah, you, yeah, you did video, sorry, and it's you, not you streaking. No, 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 it's not well, because blurring. of 120. Yeah, yeah, it is 120. But it's also this dark, crunchy night scene, and it's a little grainy, but it is not ISO 
wrecking the scene. Um, I do want to just answer this right here from Chris Lopez, but are the thermals good on the Axon? Uh, If you want to know, I did a whole roundup on all of the phones that I tested in the first half of 2022 with the 8 Gen 1. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, the Axon 40 Ultra was a part of that. And you can see some of my even more extreme tests do, like, tens of minutes of high CPU usage so you can see how they throttle over time and the axons on the on the list I'm not going to spoil it for you I'm not going to tell you which phones did the best and which phones uh, throttled the most you can catch that performance chart on somegadgetguide.com no uh, no this show is not sponsored by hashtag somegadgetguide.com although we do feature <laughs> some guy I mean, no 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 you're not sponsoring the show but we feature you so no that's like, true that's true that's yeah, true I'm yeah, just, we, uh, we didn't want to have brought to you in part through contributions oh, from somegadgetguide.com <laughs> yeah jc's <J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J
takes over the control. And the moment that stops, you're able to pick up notifications from two phones. It works really good. Um, That's cool. And then battery life has been on point. Uh, noise cancellation. I need to change the tips on them, and I think they'll get a little even better. But they've been doing really good. So I'm looking forward to testing them out on on the trip next week. Uh, you know, during my trip, and see how that performs on an airplane. You know, canceling out I all the other. Wanted to buy them, and I knew, like, man, if I put money on these, they're gonna sit for a while. Cause oh, I have man. so much stuff. I, I got, you know, I got a few, I got a few buds too, uh, but without saying names of certain companies. Um, but they, what am I, the, one of the things that we're going to take over got pushed till the middle of August for me. So I was like, I, oh. you know, I, it's hard for me not to kind of say, I got to try. I got to try. It. Yeah. Um, I've been yeah, it's going to be the better window to cover them now. I, I'm really looking at trying to circle back when pixel seven comes out. And, and I think that, I mean, yeah, obviously for accessories like these, like the watch and the buds, They'll there'll be a second window. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. You're, and I think there's a good chance. I don't want to do like Pixel Seven as a package. You know, like Pixel Seven with the watch with the buds is how I'm going to talk about it. But yeah. I, I knew, like, man, if I get these now, I'm really not going to be able to cover them well. And well, you get you I'm, get to play with a lot of fancy stuff too. I mean, we have to admit the fact that <laughs> you're you have you have the golden ears uh, to us. So you and you and obviously El Jefe, uh, you know, our our buddy. You guys, you guys get to play mm-hmm. with some really nice, super delicious tech. Like seriously, and I say delicious because, yeah, earbuds and audio can be absolutely delicious, exquisite. It's like a fine yeah. wine. It it ages. It's in some experiences, microphones like we used to use the SM fifty sevens. They age super well. They, their audio yeah. performance is iconic. Well, I, yeah. I was I was I was lurking on Ike's stream this this afternoon. You know, yeah. obviously the the stream before we we get up and running, and and really I mean like man, when you break it down, the uh, the the sort of land landscape for True Wireless right now is getting a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. My concerns for True Wireless are trying to catch up to the different types of drivers and multi-drivers and IEMs that we have in cabled audio and in neck yeah. bands. And it's going to be a while before we really can. Like, it's going to be a while before we can make a true wireless planar magnetic. Yeah. Um, I still have the Odyssey. They haven't asked for them back. Those $1,300 IEMs, planar magnetic earbuds. Stop. No one tell Odyssey. Stop. Just keep it a secret between us. Um, so it's going to be a while until we can get into like really exotic territory with a Bluetooth yeah. individual cased earbud solution. But like on my desk in front of me right now, the Barodynamic Freebirds were great. Yep. The One Mores were great. The One More are, uh, are great. Uh, are. Evos. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't finished a video on these and that will come eventually. But the Aventones, this is a little boutique brand. Um, okay. AAC, if you're on an iPhone. You don't have the same kind of AirPods connectivity, but sound quality is very interesting. I've got the Snapdragon Sound uh, Masters in Dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah, I still have. I love those earbuds. I mean, like even the branded earbuds, like the one, uh, the One Plus Pros. Oh, the One Plus Pros are very surprisingly surprisingly good. For a, a company branded and, yeah, and it exactly. punches above its price tag for a company branded earbud. We are rich in, th- and these are premium options. These are not casual. I'll throw 30 bucks and get some Bluetooth earbuds. I am wholly acknowledging like this is expensive gear for consumers just to pick up as a random accessory. Absolutely. But what we're getting 
has has significantly improved over the last two years. Like it's it's unrecognizable to where we were a little while back on good consumer I talk on the phone kinds of earbuds to things yeah. that are I, I I'm telling you I'm having a hard time taking the free bird out of my ears and the battery life is insane. Yeah. Like eight hours on a charge with ANC on stupid, crazy, insane. But, but we need that. This is so. the thing at the, the, where when you're, tr- when you try to, or we get to the environment where a, a case where headphone jacks obviously are disappearing more and more. Um, you need to have the audio solution to, again, like I said before, like when you bring in a new product service to replace another product service, you should use the basic performance of the old service as your baseline. You start there and you shoot up. True Wireless took a while for us to kind of get comparable. I'm not saying it's obviously, you know, it's able to match, uh, you know, unlimited usage uh, on a wired connection. Obviously that we're not saying that I'm saying is, it needs to meet your needs. It needs to be portable. It needs to be functional. It needs to be able to for you to put your phone on the table, walk away up to 10 to 15 feet and not lose a beat. Uh, still have good conversation. So we're getting there. And it's exquisite to see that even the more affordable brands are getting better in that experience. But we are starting to see dual drivers. We're starting to see better ANC, like ANC, just second generation ANC. Um, and Sony's where I felt like Sony's used to be the, and they're still very good, but they used yeah, to uh, they used to occupy this one category where very few were able to touch. Now we're seeing Soundcore jumping into it. We're seeing, you know, like you said, one more, um, you know, free, uh, earphones, a whole bunch of different. And then again, OnePlus for me has been so surprising with the pros. They have good options at the budget end, but the pros are stellar. So yeah. Um, and especially with LHDC, with devices that support it, aka Xiaomi devices and OnePlus well, Pro, premium devices. But, but then, I mean, you you pick up something like the Pixel Buds, and we still get to have this wonderful conversation where the sound quality is. I I, I have to believe after listening to Pixel Pixel Buds A series that the sound quality is going to be very very good. But Google is not trying to put out a one more audiophile grade listening experience they're trying to make a ubiquitous wearable compute platform yeah that interacts yeah. with products and services and and probably introduces controls like bringing back swipes you know like that's so, a big deal to me I, that, that was that, a big that, big part that we missed that's out good. on the a series but it's also yeah. the processing and communication with the computer the response time on a pixel butts pro when you say the command is almost instantaneous there isn't that i mean it's weird i'm not saying we have like minutes to go but it's it's faster than any of the other solutions that use vocal even sony's i feel like it's faster than how sony performs it on their buds um and that was a surprise fact to me factor me because it's it's really jumping into speed audio recognition uh you know dictating using uh you know services like this using the bluetooth connection obviously to be able to do dictation uh for me those are things that i appreciate having on a well-connected system this is where like i feel like with the pixel 6a it rounds the experience because you did lose the headphone jack although i don't know if they're yeah. going to continue the free because uh, they were giving out the pixel buds a series with mm-hmm. uh, the, the 6a pre-order but now maybe if you want to pick up a new pair of buds you can go a series or you can go pro series and i think you still yeah. be happy the one thing i'm missing though we don't have a magnet or at least if there is a magnet it's not strong <laughs> enough at all <laughs> right remember like how the a series was like you yeah. literally you could put it to the refrigerator and walk away yeah not here not like, not not so much no but we we do gain we great we gain wireless charging which again 
it's the benefit there that you get. Um, and easy pairing and dual connectivity, which is a big plus in nowadays, especially for and, geeks like us carrying two phones at the same and, time. And I do just want to throw this out here that Jeff was kind enough to, I mean, I figured if anyone would know, it would be Jeff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oppo Enco X2 have a hybrid dynamic driver with a planar tweeter. So that that is good. I want, like my Odyssey, I want like an 18 millimeter planer driver i just want all planer if i can get it and and uh, aditi was saying one pair your odyssey planers with the btr5 um i do run them with the btr5 i have a balanced cable on them now so actually i run them from a theo q3 Speak, but there is the, gonna uh, be Oppo Enco x2 Ooh, one of my have you been favorite. rocking those you you have you been liking them love them Oh, I've had I've had a lot of candy. Let's just say I'm not I'm not I'm not hitting at your level, <laughs> so my friend. Just free throws, free free throws ever all over the place. But seriously, and I will honestly say this: I've been confusing these two for the longest time. This is the Oppo and the Huawei buds, the Free Buds and the X2. Um, and I seriously, been rotating between the two. Once, <laughs> like, okay, hold on a second. Well, because the other ones that that I mean, we pointed out a while ago. If you're looking at something that's a bit more exotic, but you want yeah. that razor wire clarity that planers can deliver um were the owl sounds um the oh neck that's band. right that's it 35 dollars uh, well, no, yeah so i mean like... they're, they're they're back up i think to 50 if you yeah, shop yeah. them on like b and h or on amazon but for 50 bucks these originally retailed at 250 it's a neck band so obviously mm-hmm. we're not talking about true wireless but this is a dynamic driver planer hybrid a little bit like what that oppo is mm-hmm. but Man, if you want sharp articulation, clarity, I mean, clarity for days, um, I, I really, you can't find anything that beats a planer driver. I mean, they're just, to me, I, I become such a, a planer snob yeah. uh, in my audio for cans and now for earbuds. Um, there are some really fantastic options, but this is now like you've got to kind of go out of your way to go look for something that's a bit more boutique-y. Yeah, um, yeah I'm yeah. really glad to see Oppo playing in that space because this it, is it's this surprising. is the next tier. Yeah. This is where it, things get even better than it, our current slate of multi driver. Every time they go in, so there is one thing I would wish on the Oppos. Oppos decided to go with the more of a click button configuration as opposed to swiping and gestures. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I appreciate. I honestly say this. I appreciate the functionality of swipe to raise volume on your head, but on your earbuds. Um, Huawei did it a very decent job. It was just an up and down on the actual microphone beam, um, and then of course, where with uh, you know with uh, the Pixel Buds Pro, you just swipe forward and back. That function works really good. Mm-hmm. The touch response is very nice. But I think it, yeah, we need more solutions. But I feel like volume needs to be incorporated with more, and not everybody's tackling it. Um, yeah. We do see the ability of obviously adding the shortcuts, but just the fact of gestures that circumvents a whole bunch of different things and makes it so that you don't have to get your phone out or w- open up the watch and bring down the the actual music player and then hit the, you know, like trying to finagle with this. Um, so I appreciate those theor- those features, but the the Oppo sound so, so, so nice. Like, they you know, treat, I, at some point, you. like, yeah. Um I I think what we what we should do is maybe work out a good time with Jeff cuz Jeff's schedule is is packed like ours is. But we should try and work out a good time with Jeff and have, have him a round. Back on. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I I what I'd like to do is is let Jeff kind of just teach 
a master class on some of stuff because he's talking about you know the Chi-Fi IEM brands have taken notice. They've been putting out a lot of uh, a lot of new true wireless gear too. Um, who was it? It was uh, the Criticals had an electrostatic driver on one of theirs. Um, they they've done hybrid planers. They've done dynamic drivers with balanced arms. Mm-hmm. There are all of these different terms that those of us who are into audio technology like. I'm a fan of audio kit and I have been since my earliest recording days. There are all these words that we just take for granted. People might not understand the differences in those audio technologies and what they bring to the table. Like there are reasons why you might just want earbuds with some balanced arms, or you might want to look at the articulation of something like a planer, or we can look at electrostatics, which are really expensive, but they, they deliver a very different type of frequency response that colors music in a different way. And, and when we break all that stuff down, I mean, it can be heady stuff, but you start hearing things in your movies and in your music that you've never heard before. And thankfully, a lot of this... I mean, like, again, I'm fronting my Odyssey earbuds that cost $1,300. But below that tier, you're going to start hearing stuff that is absolutely incredible. And and we're, we're doing really well not destroying the bank to start fleshing out some of these audio capabilities. Jeff, we will be in touch I would love to do sort of a a one-off episode or show where we can just, we can just nerd out on some audio gear and, and, and especially for you sharing some of your experiences. Again, I, I I tell this, I, I phrase it this way all the time. I am a practical audio snob. I am perfectly comfortable calling myself an audio file. Mm-hmm. And it was through Jeff's videos. I, I stumbled onto his channel years ago and Jeff single-handedly got me back into true wireless because I had given up on I remember, Bluetooth I remember earbuds. having those conversations with you in the back. Yeah, yeah. I was done with them. Jeff totally brought me back. It was his, it was his storytelling. It was his uh, analysis. It was his enthusiasm for the new products that were coming out. And I would not be covering true wireless again like I am if it hadn't been for El Jefe reviews. So, dude, seriously, let I mean, a- offline, uh, we'll work out a conversation tomorrow, and we can chat about trying to do a stream that fits into all of our schedules. And it doesn't yeah, yeah, it doesn't put you out. And thankfully, we're all West is, Coast. I was about to say the exact same thing. We're all the same time zone. Finally, we can make it. We don't have to, you know, mess anything. <laughs> This is time zone. It's it's one of our things. Seriously, it's like oh, oh let's put them on the spot. DTNL. Hey, LFA reviews. When will we see some LFA tuned IEMs? Ooh. I would buy those LFA, IEMs. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm down there. LFA, let's LFA. let's let's get on that, Jeff. I the, love. I this, mean, you've uh, been making some amazing merch. Yeah. I, I need to see. I need to see some some Jeff tuned. I, I, lo- well, I love okay. it when companies like Soundcore would make special buds with his this logo imprinted on the right. Back. I love those things. Yeah, but but again, sure. I mean, like with like KZ and and like Critical, I, I want to put Jeff on the spot in the chat right now. What would be your driver configuration if you were going to make a mid-price IEM or True Wireless earbud? I'd love that. Yeah. Would it be dual hybrid driver, dynamic balanced arm, multiple balanced arms? What, 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 I mean, okay. You're saying no plans yet. (laughs) Single, 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 single dynamic dynamic driver. driver. 
He's going to go it. classic. And I, I am here for it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. I love it. And, of course, Aditya kicking it with us as well, hanging out. We love yeah, no. Aditi <laughs> used the exact same word that I did. Oh, he's going to go classic. <laughs> Jeff's going classic. classic. He's like a 57 Chevy, and I Chevy. love it. Love it. No, no. <laughs> but like I said, there are certain pieces of equipment or certain type of tech that ages very well, and there are known performers. It's like literally knowing how your sound is going to go through. And I know I keep going back to the SM57, but that's where we all started kind of thing with both of us kind of being on that. And it was a really good recommendation from you as well. So... Um, understanding and appreciating your audio, um, it, it's been, it's it's been a journey. It is a journey, and it's a continuing journey. I still prefer when I travel and when I'm doing work away. I still use my wired IEMs over USB C with my uh, with my Bolt, um, because that's the best audio I can get out of my PC. It gives me that clarity, and I can easily switch to my phone and not have to worry about having a headset. So to me, those are the things I, I appreciate. And True Wireless at the $200 mark right now is very hot. It's super crazy hot with the more affordable pricing. The $100 and under market is crazy filled with a lot of options. But I'm talking about how exquisite the sound comes in at around that 200 mark, which it used to be, for the most part, mostly a Sony game. And Sony still performs very well. But I feel like Soundcore, some of the other options that we have in the market, again, I, I haven't had a chance to play with some of the the, the candy uh, the candy ear uh, audio experiences that you have. But from what I see with Huawei, from Oppo, from OnePlus, uh, from from Google as well, it's pleasant and it's 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 it can only go up. Let's just say that it can only go up, and I'm happy about that. I, my ears are happy about that the, for the hours. Like seriously, within the last two days, I got them yesterday and today. I've been on at least seven okay. hours worth of phone calls, and not <laughs> once did I have a problem. I've been That's talking so a lot. Good. I wasn't kidding. I was talking a lot. Like every meeting I was on was on the Buds Pro. Like I I want to test them out. I want to make sure and nobody can complain. So yeah, no, it's it's there. You know, it, it, it's just really exciting to see some of this stuff step up. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, I had a really good relationship and partnership, sort of introducing Snapdragon Sound and working with yes. the Qualcomm team on this. That was a good. That was a good but collaboration. But seeing that first step with Aptex lead into conversations about LDAC, LHDC has something really unique to offer as well. Mm -hmm. And now we're watching, you know, premium manufacturer solutions arrive um again it, it's it's a consumer challenge because now we have so many good options being able to tell people this is going to be a little bit different i think this has this characteristics and then also just features i mean genuinely whether or not you like the sound quality of uh, a one more better mm -hmm. than a pixel a pixel buds just the fact that the pixel buds i think have a better control scheme Mm -hmm. is is an easy way to make a purchasing decision for someone depending on fit and finish. So, I mean, that that whole broad conversation has gotten so much more competitive. I'm still a neckband snob. I, I'm I maybe being obnoxious and well, Speaking of neckbands, you're rocking different kind of neckbands this week. But yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. We'll, we'll get to that in just a second. Because <laughs> like, that also has an acoustic um, consideration to it as well. Yeah, um, but I, 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 I've been obnoxious and fanboyishly undignified because Fio is going to be putting out a new Bluetooth DAC. Oh. Um, so the BTR5 is the gold standard, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, for Bluetooth DACs. And they're coming out with a new, even higher quality Bluetooth is it, option. Is it, a, is it a Q series or... 
Oh, it's a BTR. It's a oh, BTR. It's a BTR. Okay, okay, sorry. So that that is already. I mean, you can already find it on AliExpress. I'm waiting until we have distribution here in the United States that I can point to directly for people to check it out. Um, so the BTR seven. Keep your eyes peeled for that. You want to plug in some real nice cans, some real nice IEMs, a good you know pair of cabled headphones, and have one of those premium wired and wireless experiences. Our options have gotten so good. So good. So this is also going to support LDAC and um, Aptex Adaptive. Nice. So it's getting the newest version of APTX. And that that it, like that combo is just going to... Oh, it's going to be so beautiful. I can't wait. Um, so that's definitely going to be on the radar. Je- Jeff is ahead of us on, yeah. uh, on that path. Same, same. Jeff, I, I can't tell you. I mean, like, I have a FIO PR rep that I like. I, like, I, I, gen- I mean, like, I was not dignified. I was not, you know, you know like professional. I, I literally put in the title of, like, I need this, all caps, three exclamation points. And it wasn't like I needed him to give me one. I need you to tell me when I can buy it. And he was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 they're saying distribution's going to happen in a couple weeks. And you know, like, this was a couple weeks ago. And so I've been following up. How about now? Can I buy it now? <laughs> so it's been, it's been pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, when we start putting all of those pieces together and, and what we can create, um, what we can listen to, you know, my THX Onyx is here. My Q3 is here. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. options, I, I mean, they, they're not cheap, but the kind of performance we're getting out of this audio gear would have blown my mind at this price, at these prices 10 years ago. Like, I would not have believed you that you could create audio signals from tiny little portable USB dongles that would rival what I used to spend a lot of money to put on a desk. Yeah. And, and that to me is, is, is kind of magical. Um, I mean, again, if you, if you want to treat your ears, it, it really isn't you should. that you expensive. Should. Yeah. No, no, and you it, should you really. Should. Yeah. You may start off on a, on a budget side, you know, looking at, okay, I want just a, like a throwaway or something easy to, you know, if I got for bed, I lose it or whatever. But I, I really would, beg the 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 question of the you do you know what you enjoy and once you do know what you enjoy you know elevate that taste it's like a i'm not going to say like a fine wine but essentially it's like but i mean your, you're wearing your great bus. mixing cans and you've gotten to play with some of my favorite headphones it is oh, not yeah, yeah. nearly as expensive as it used to be to turn no, audio especially into a like hobby. Especially like this DT770s, super affordable. Uh, you're able to pick up, and they're still around. Yeah. They have the they have the new edition, but I feel I still like the 770s just from the way they feel. The, 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 the cushioning on it actually has aged very well. You know, we've been using it for, what, almost two years now and still feel mm-hmm. as good as day one. Um, great for audio. My mixing, 770s like are five years old now yeah well so i remember i got them after way after you did because i got well i've i've used 770s in recording studios it was i think it was after i was either at pocket now or i left no i might have still been at pocket now because before i left before i no those are the hd 25s so yeah they're probably my 770s i think are four or five years old but yeah. I've been using 770s for over a decade, easy. Yeah, and in, I love it. I love, I love like the... They're just a staple of... <laughs> yes, LFA reviews. The, the DT770s is like a wood-burning stove. They literally just 
work. It works. And, and again, yeah. you you trust what a 770 sounds like. You yep. know where it gets kind of weird in the frequency response, and you mix around it, and you understand it. It's yep. it's weird. It's bizarre. Um, but but it's like I had a healthy mix of Sony MDRs, DT770s, and Sennheiser HD25s, which you mm-hmm. should never mix on HD25s. Those are like DJ headphones. <laughs> but <laughs> I used to use them on recording, uh, on uh, location shoots yeah. all the time. Um, those things were tanks. I loved those HD25s. Right. It's it's just, it's it's um, it's enjoyable. It's, 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 a, it's a piece of tech. Like music is... Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I'm, I'm like writing a, a, an anthem for music, but seriously, music transports us and using the right medium to allow that transportation to happen correctly is the best way to do it. And you will enjoy it more. Um, we all go through that phase where all we want is just headbangers all day long, da, 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 all that good stuff. Yeah. I feel like my son is stuck in that little bit in there, but I, I want to help. What, him what is, what is, what is Omar listening to right now? Like, like what, uh, what, what's what's his jam? It's like weird techno. Let's just say that weird songs. Uh, um, weird techno. But the, the I, I went through a dead mouse phase. I went through a well, Skrillex phase. You know, like it, it's. Oh fine. my you, god! Don't you, get you, me. Don't yeah. Don't get me start with uh, with, with stuff Skrillex. like that. It's fine. Ever since Deadpool <laughs> is. is <laughs> uh, I, I mean, no, uh, he's been. I, I'm not too proud to say I was. I was bopping to bang. You know, bangerang. I mean, everybody like, did. But come on, who do. doesn't? The song makes you. Um, he, we were watching X-Men last week uh, and we listened to Stop in the Name of Love, but it was in French. So Stop um, au nom de l'amour. And he's been listening and rocking that one for a week. I'm like tired of that song now because, you know, at his age, they're all on the repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. Yeah. Um, but he's starting to sing uh, the, the actual lyrics to um, Elton John and Dua Lipa. Um, I forgot the name of the song. Oh, um, oh my God. Uh no, I forgot how oh my. It, 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 but the story behind that is his his taste is evolving, but his his pused, his big basic experience right now, which I'm trying to help him understand, is not to crank the volume 100 percent just to enjoy the buds that he's listening to. That that sure. is detrimental to his ears. I was in Ixtreme, and there were like a bunch of guys in Ixtreme going like, "Yeah, I just turn up my earbuds all the way," and you're like, "How?" Do you do that? And you cannot. And I explained that. I, I told him. I said, "Look, Uncle Juan said if you lose your hearing, you can't bring it back. It doesn't come back, bud. You lose it. You lose it." Oh. Um, so he's he's standing. But he's I just trying to, physically can't understand how you're listening. That oh loud. yeah yeah yeah. Thank you, Michael Pepperdeck. Thank you for getting that. Yeah, it's called Cold Heart. I was like, I'm I'm like I keep singing the chorus, and I'm like, is it Cold Heart? They're like, yeah, no. So it's Cold Heart. So he keeps like singing the uh, the song, and uh, and we're talking. Like my masters in dynamic aren't the loudest, but I don't think I can listen above half. Yeah, no. On those Snapdragon sound buds, you don't need and, to. And they don't need to. It's clear. It's 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 there. It's you're in. <laughs> no, you're I mean in the like, music. No, I, 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 I agree with you. What I'm saying is <laughs> I physically can't. <laughs> Not that I was like, oh, I'd want to. But uh, instead for my, my hearing health, I'm going to eat my vegetables and turn the volume down. I mean, like, I literally can't. My one more neckband that I still do bring out as, like, my sport option. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm outside. And when the ANC is on and I'm almost getting run over by cars that I can't hear, I can't listen to that thing above, like, 40%. I just don't understand how people are like, yeah, those Pixel Bud A series, they didn't get loud enough for me. Like, 
You turned them all the way up. That means he's. How did you do that? They've had some damage where they are. They need to keep going high. That's the thing happens is as as the you acclimate and you you acclimate and you platform exactly. You have to. but yeah, no. Uh, when when I listen to buds and I and I don't I don't feel like I need to push. I don't need to go higher. I'm yeah. enjoying it. And it, but it also kicks in with a good level of ANC as well. We're talking about good good pair of oh, sure. that have great ANC yeah. because once you isolate the environment out of the conversation, you don't need to boost it up. Right, the, the day the days of iPhone AirPods having to overcharge the uh, sound because they're open uh, open ears, and you're trying to cancel out the rest of the environment around you while allowing to everybody listen to the music you're listening to. I think those days are gone. I think when you if you've ever gone to an AirPod yeah. uh, Pro or anything that is in ear, the ANC is a big big factor into it. And like I said, with with the Snapdragon sound audio, the ANC is crazy. It's amazing. And and I think the pros are doing that, that much of a good job on as well. So they isolate the audio, they give you better sound. I feel like the drivers, the bass drivers are actually very strong. You feel the the bass hit it's not a washed out it's not just oversaturated you know it's like it, you feel like you're sitting next to the speaker and it's just gently giving you that bass boost in there so i i enjoy that type of audio um more and more and i'm trying to get omar to enjoy them more i just i'm i'm running him through a couple of uh sound cores till i get get very confident that he's not losing his buds because he's been misplacing them yeah. <laughs> like as, as, as things you know how it is um, um we had our first, and, and uh, off off, off, yeah. offline. I mean, I'm sure you've got a few of them too, but just like as a backup pair, because you don't want them to be without something. I'm sure we could talk about some ear funds and stuff like. That, oh my god! Just to make sure he. I have a collection extravagant. No, I'm just kidding. I have a. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I won't run out but, of but, options for sure. But from Jeff and I, and I really wish more people would just talk about this. Yeah. I think it's so important to the hearing health conversation. Jeff says, I've been purposely listening at a lower volume levels for three years. I've been training my ears for lower, lower volume levels. And that's made my hearing much more sensitive. And and I went through this out of college where I really started doing more work in radio stations and in voiceover recording. And you're like, yeah, I've got to do something. I, I know I'm missing parts of my hearing from being an idiot and going to warehouse raves and standing right in front of overdriven, distortion-heavy subwoofers, um, I've got to change this up. And I've yeah. actively been trying. Like I purposely have been setting volume limits for myself that are lower and lower and lower. And like Jeff says, your hearing does kind of reacclimate to that. You don't recover the damage that you've done, but you get familiar with the feeling of, of a lower volume and your your hearing does kind of hone in and get more sensitive yeah. at those lower volumes. And and for a number of people, like a DTNL was saying, like even on his Sony amp on his Xperia, he's not really cranking it above forty percent. If you ever had an LG, I could never listen on a quad DAC or when at you turn, high yeah. amp output Absolutely. above like thirty percent. I mean, that was way too loud for when most music. When you activate music it and you start getting that granular volume control on the LG, yeah, oh, that was seventy explicit. volume steps. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know, seventy-five. <laughs> it's like God, I miss like, that so uh, much. Like, <laughs> yeah, the whole system changes. I, yeah, I, I miss those those little LG tricks in there, and it's crazy. Uh, um, yeah, it, no, I mean, don't get me wrong, LG's still in the business of things, but it just it's sad that we don't have them contributing to I the conversation them. anymore i know I, I i do as well um so with that kind of a little bit of you know kind of wrapping up certain things going on we've had some exquisite tech coming around obviously 
Juan Carlos been has been dealing with a lot of cool tech. I'm hoping to get my 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 little, you know, really inquisitive fingers tomorrow or maybe the next week or so uh, to be able to check out some of that stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we're going to be obviously, you know, Saturday we'll have the uh, the the. the <laughs> see, I wanted him to bring this out earlier. He's just he's he's just the cool guy. Yeah, he's, he's just Juan's kind of like wanting his. Yeah, this is where you should put the wig on and turn that on and let the air fly. Uh, the air fly, right? <laughs> yeah. So we we did a video on this. This was a sponsored video from the folks at Jisoo Life, and it looks like a really weird pair of headphones, but it's a wearable fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it looks a little like a chunky version of like those big speakers, the Bose wearable speaker, oh, yeah, 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 or yeah, the LG yeah, no, no, absolutely, yeah. wearable speaker. And uh, they're silly, uh, but, you know, internationally, they're actually kind of popular in a number of other regions. And uh, they reached out, said, hey, did you want to work on a video with us? And I said, sure. Um, and they are. The, uh, this this as a concept is kind of nice. Um, if, if you've got enough of a breeze happening around you, it's not a profoundly different, you know, experience, but it's just this little ring that kind of blows air up over your cheeks and across your face. And it's a comfort when it's really hot outside, just having air moving and occasionally like splash your face with a little water and it evaporates off. And it's really nice. And they're not that expensive. You can find them for 40 or 50 bucks. Yeah, I saw um, the folks at Jisoo yeah. Life you know, set, set it all up. Uh, the video got okay traffic for one of my sponsored videos. Um, but it's a type of wearable tech that as climate change keeps changing our expectations of regional temperatures that we'll probably be seeing a lot more of in the future. Yeah. So uh, you can check that out. That video went live uh, earlier this week. El Jefe, Juan Bagnell, neckband enthusiast. Exactly. <laughs> if it's not audio, it's air. And if it's not air, it's more audio because that's how we But I, I was joking because it is like, I think at maximum fan speed, uh, the acoustic output is somewhere around 60 dB. So it's noticeable. Like yeah, you, you, yeah, you can't have a conversation. You're you're like, where are you? I'm in a wind tunnel. Shh. A little bit. It's, it's uh, and, and you can. Yeah. I had to leave it in the video. Um, I did my I, I did some outdoor shots just talking about it. I was walking around. It was like 96 or 97 degrees um, when I shot those sequences. And I shot some of them with the fans off. Just just, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, hey, I can move around and they don't bounce that much. But then when I turn the fans on, you can hear off the earbuds that I was using to record how they immediately went into that noise cancellation, cancellation mode. mode to try to cancel and the like the audio is so much duller for trying to remove the wind. So, so I actually think I was wearing the, uh, the bear dynamics, the Freebird. They did a really good job of blocking air shooting directly into the their microphone. <laughs> microphones, yeah, 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 yeah. but you can hear how much duller the audio gets for that noise cancellation kicking on. I just thought, like, I, I heard it back. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. No, what? You know, I got to leave it in the video. That's hilarious. Well, I mean, That's it's, staying it's, in. It's, it's real life expectations, <laughs> though, if you think about it. Yeah, people are going to likely be on, let's say, a call walking around, and they get a call, and you need to stay cool a little bit because or, you can't. Or, or, or just for me, like because they do put out 60 db and it's kind of i mean it's not like a high-pitched whine it's not an uncomfortable sound but it's such a constant noise and i'm sensitive to that i mean like i would highly recommend you gotta wear some earbuds or something just to kind of block the sound from the fans but if you take a phone call while those fans are on if they're not good earbuds the people on the other side of the phone call are going to hear that 
<laughs> they're yeah. definitely going to hear that. The other thing I love doing, especially with um, like we go we go to a lot we go to a lot to Magic Mountain because we live so close to it. Um, I yeah. actually wear my my uh, my my head, my earbuds in my ear with active noise cancellation on. Like oh yeah, eighty percent of the time, and not listening to anything. Yeah, absolutely. I don't need yeah. audio. I just want to cancel out the the constant sound, Same. and then obviously the sound of roller coasters, the Superman ride. It is the oh my god, it's a cool ride, but it's the loudest, especially if you're going under it at Magic Mountain. If it goes above you, you're just going to be like, oh. I've seen people like suddenly, sort of like uh, for oh, me, yeah. yeah, yeah, for environments, for concerts, or anything, not concert, but like uh, events where you there's a lot I, of noise, white noise. I wore the Freebirds at an open air concert. Uh, there was that YouTube cover band that played in the park. Oh yeah, yeah, and I remember that? Yeah, man, it was it was so much fun, and they had food trucks, and Lex loved it. But I yeah. had her little Puro sound. Those mm-hmm. those the, noise canceling kids ear uh, headphones. Yeah, yeah. There was so much distortion coming off of those speakers, and we were about a soccer field away from the stage, about a soccer field away from oh, wow. the speakers and the subs, and the audio uh, measurement yeah. that I was getting from my tick watch was uh, 104 dB. At 104 dB, OSHA says safe exposure can only be for about 20 minutes. And you were there for it was like a sure. two-hour concert. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, they had an intermission, so our it's ears like, got a it's break. It's a cover band, yeah. It's not a one-hit uh, one cover kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, so, I'm, I mean, like, that's that's really what you're putting your ears through. Even in something that you think was is totally mundane. Like, I'm sitting way far away from the stage. You don't know what 100 dB sounds like. Like especially, you especially don't the know frequencies that you're talking about and how clear the audio is. We're not talking just loud speakers. We're so also talking about. I, I have the Freebird in my ears, and and we had met up with we 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 met up with a, a family, uh, mm-hmm. uh, kids that also go to Lex's school, and like I can have this conversation with this woman, and I tried at one point taking the earbud out to see if I could hear her better, and her voice disappeared, like. I, I, if I hadn't been reading her lips, I would not have been able to decipher anything that she was saying. So I put the earbud back in my ear and you're like, just blocking the insane amount of noise and distortion coming from that stage. I can now interact with people again. Yeah. Like, like you do not understand how valuable a good cheap pair of earplugs can be because unless you're in, in a pristine acoustically treated space, if you're just at some random like you know county fair and mm-hmm. they've got a band playing, you actually aren't hearing the music nearly as well because they're definitely overcranking that equipment, that PA system. They're definitely you know just juicing up everything. It's all distortion. It's all noise. You're not hearing the music, and then your ears go numb yeah. just so that they can prevent discomfort. I, I like again. Always have a pair of earbuds on you. If they're cabled, if they're IEMs, yeah, something. Exactly. And fit them. I, I like to put them in my jeans pocket on the little yeah. we have on the right side. I pull them out all the way. Always, always. I love having them uh, on me. And like I said, I, I I'm enjoying transitioning from one set to another. Um, but yeah, please, please take care of your ears, um, so that we can actually you know enjoy enjoy using them longer. Because <laughs> the last thing you want, you know, we don't want to be you know. Remember back in the day, how they used to make it sound like people would hear people. They would put that little kind of like the contraption, the 
yeah, that a, a horn. horn, the horn into the. But it's not a standard <laughs> horn; it's like a twisted horn. Like yeah. it's just like what? It's trying to amplify sound and funnel it uh, funnel down it the ear canal because that's how we do it. Whoa! Uh, I, I I walk I walk Fremont, uh, walk to Fremont with Liberty. Oh my God, the Liberty. No, Bionics Group is saying because Fremont they have a lot of open air concerts and stuff like that, and then also oh, just okay. the noise of Las Vegas. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm downtown. When I'm downtown, I've got earbuds in, and I'm probably not listening to anything, just so that I can kind of back off some of the traffic noise. I, I had the opportunity, and, and I'll say that I've in my lifetime I've had the opportunities to be in a a noise canceling room, like you know, the oh, an anechoic chamber, an anechoic, yeah, yeah. Um, while I was at Huawei a couple of years ago, a few years ago back when we went to Huawei in the uh, uh, in their Shenzhen offices, um, it took me a few minutes to get used to it to be in a zero dead silent no sound yeah. like you're listening to the heart your own heartbeat kind of a thing but that is weird like they said some and people there's get, no information it, on your location there, coming absolutely. back because sound just some people vanishes get, exactly they were talking about some get people really like nauseous they're like they don't know what to do we're so used to like that echo the sound generation that yeah man but no I, I, wireless solutions have been getting so much better and, and again active noise cancellation is making uh, its presence in way more affordable buds the sub 100 of course and so on so for me if you have the opportunity um yeah you know it, it helps to bring down the world a couple of decibels a few decibels it does help a little bit but and you will but enjoy tk do those do those less expensive earbuds, do they have 120 hertz? Because if they don't have 120 uh, hertz, then... So that would be the one thing it. I will say at under sub, uh, sub 100. I don't think you... Yeah, you're going to have to figure out a way to get your 360 ears to drop down. Because, you know, you like that 360 audio. Yeah. No, this is going to be 60 yeah. audio because that's so, how we do it. So we should only buy the Galaxy A53 is what you're saying. Actually, I, actually, I was going to say the uh, AirPods Pro Max uh, Ultra Extreme 360. With, an, with the Galaxy A53 attached to, to, to the, them up to uh, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah, good 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh jeff yeah. l have reviews is saying no sound i'd have a panic attack so i got to I, I i didn't get to have the experience that tk did but my dad um did a lot of work with optics and lasers and one of the experiments he did they built this sort of makeshift anechoic chamber and it is one of the most disconcerting environments that you can step into because there is no vibration you you take for granted like I'm talking and there's a wall over here and it's a totally flat yeah, surface. Yeah, we're, we're so used to it. We don't, it yeah, and it comes back profile. and 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 you know you say something and, and then it just vanishes and you don't get any of that feedback from where you are in space and it makes you dizzy because like your brain doesn't know how to position itself in space without that information. And again, it's not information we think about. It's just information that our body naturally sort of acclimatizes to. And when it's immediately gone, it's it's a very unsettling kind it's, of it's, feeling. It's crazy that this is that that's the type of tech. I mean, when I saw it, obviously you see all of these pointy triangle shaped uh, stuck to the wall kind of cones, but not cones like triangles pointy. And then you're like, what? It's like, they're like, this is specifically to break down the bounce. So there always yeah. no way for your audio to come on this and then bounce off and come to you. And the, the foam absorbs it. But yeah, I tried having a conversation with some of the other people. Cause it was a group of us that were in that room. Um, and it was, yeah. Like I, I, like I would talk, but I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't sound like me. This isn't me. This is, this, 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 you know what I mean? And we were and there for right. about five with, minutes. And then with we, we no out. other sound competing for your attention, suddenly the blood yeah. flow in your skull 
is the loudest it's it's ever been. It's one of those amazing experiences to try. I would like, I would not like to stay there, but it was for sure. One of those experiences I will remember. uh, Yeah. And especially like Jeff, what I would say is like, if you ever have the opportunity, go do it and then let the people know, like, I'm only going to be in here for a minute, but I just want to know what that minute is like. I I needed to know exactly. I I bet you Jeff would be like us. Like you're not going to enjoy it. Oh like no! They, clo- they, they close the door. You're like, uh, yeah, I got it. It's good. No wait, no really, it's good. I'm good. I'm good. Actually, I, I might have to say, like, hey, again, offline. Um, I don't, I don't know if you've, uh, Jeff, if you've, if you've uh, read this book. Um, I think it's called the Sound Book. Um, it's this guy who has just written up all of these experiences, going to these crazy historical places that were known for just really wild acoustic properties like Mm -hmm. like uh, this underground chamber in france that creates these echoes that layer on top of each other in a way that people used to think were like evil spirits or demons um a cathedral where you could stand on opposite sides and have a conversation because of the way sound would literally like roll up and down the dome um if you've ever read that book i wouldn't be surprised if you've read that book but if not let me know and i'll see if i can dig you up a copy because i just I, I loved reading this guy's experiences. Like, yeah, I crawled through this little tiny tunnel and ended up in this chamber and it's like copper walls and the ringing was crazy loud. And then it made me almost kind of hallucinate because of this. Um, it, it's a fascinating write up of just like what sound can do to your brain mm-hmm. and what happens to your sort of perception when you go to different environments that are known for having these crazy acoustic properties. Yeah, no, no. I, but on that note, we should probably start wrapping this up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. No, I know. Yeah. Um, so we've had a lot of good things going on this week. Hopefully, we'll have more content, more conversations coming up on the Pixel Six A. Um, you know, Juan dropped this video already. I'm going to have one tomorrow for you guys. I'm also going to be working on, uh, like I said, the uh, laptop Go Two coming up. Hopefully, near uh, in the future, in the near future, as well as the Pixel Buds uh, Pro here, of course, to kind of round it up. Uh, but again, I, I want to have more conversations around the Pixel 6a uh, a week, two yeah. weeks, three weeks after launch. It needs to it, kind of right. Sure. Yeah, it needs that much attention. And, I, and regardless of the algorithm, you know, being where it is and the decisions, I, I want to be able to contribute to that conversation. So um, was it was there anything else that you're dropping this week other than the laptop go to tomorrow? Was it tomorrow that you're hoping for? On that one? Um, no, it's not going to be out. It's, it's going to be out early next week. It's going to be an August video, and I'm really going to be highlighting back to school. Oh God, one of the next right. major videos. Monday's yeah. August. <laughs> um, one of the next major videos that I'm going to be putting together, if you don't mind me just sharing my screen here real yeah, quick. Yeah, of Oh yeah, I got is uh, I've been spending a little time. This is an Indiegogo campaign that's going to be going up very soon. The, the nice. sort of the preview page of this is is ready to go. This is the OneBot uh, OneBot S2 electric bicycle. Mm-hmm. It is flipping adorable. It's a little fourteen inch tire, uh, single speed. There's only there, there are no other gears. It's a single geared pedal bicycle with a 250 watt motor that can get you up to around 15 miles an hour all on its okay. own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's teeny. So it's one of these little like city commuter bikes. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, the, the, uh, the handlebars can collapse down. You can kind of fold it up only weighs 38 pounds. So with a battery and a motor and tires and handlebars, like, and you can pedal. It is not I hard. I can see that one on the picture on the right oh, side. Yeah. You can actually pedal it like a bike. Like a bike yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so again, I mean, it's like you, you got to play with that that Okai, the the neon. That scooter is is just 
a, such a solid scooter. Um, I'm hoping to have a video out on this early next week uh, so that we can chat a little e-bike. Um, it's going to be on a decent Kickstarter early bird. I think it's oh, going to, oh, it's right here, four ninety nine. Yeah, I was going to say, get this picture. Um, to start. And it is, it's small. one of the lightest and one of the smallest little city commuter bikes uh, that you can buy. So I'm, I've really been enjoying it. Is it the and SP? I do have the 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 real the real pretty teal and pink, so <laughs> it, it's it's very Southern California nineteen eighties, um in 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 terms of color. Now, be it that it's a small, and I can you can definitely see on the size on this. Is it something that Lex could potentially possibly ride later on? Is it does it get small enough for maybe um, a, 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 not not like not just yet? She's, okay. She, she's she's not quite tall enough, but if you see, it's because of the little fourteen inch tile uh, tires. Mm-hmm. The handlebars and the seat sit way high up, so oh, it's yeah. almost like a step-through frame. So yeah, even yeah. though I have the seat adjusted at a higher height for me, Marie has no issues. Marie's only 5'2". Mm-hmm. She has no issues stepping over the frame and getting on the pedals, just like it was step-side. So I think this is a really good universal kind of design. I, I don't like think it. Lex is going to need to grow much taller before she can hop on this bike. We'll have okay. to drop the seat. But she's going to be pretty close in maybe a year. So, yeah. again, they don't recommend seven and eight year olds get on this bike. They say, like, oh, you know, just because it's got a motor, well, um, I think maybe yeah, don't let kids on. Yeah, operating uh, certain things. But I, I could definitely appreciate something like that for, like, the, you know, the, like you said, the city commuter. I, I, I took the Okai's, uh, not the Okai, the, uh, the Okai Neon to the post office i actually took like a two th- uh, sorry three three point two three point three mile back and forth to the post office and it was so much nicer like it, it was a little bit longer but it, not that much longer i didn't have to worry about parking i just rolled it in i went into the post office i rolled in the scooter with me got my stuff yeah. and then i remembered i didn't bring my backpack so i had to kind of put it under my shirt and kind of hold it as I but then it, it was still fine it was still perfectly fine <laughs> but you still got it no 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 yeah. i was like yeah but yeah <laughs> i've been seeing oh quite a few of those bikes online uh you know oh sorry I, I pulled yeah. the comment uh michael pepper tech i've been seeing quite a few of those bikes uh like those around here keep in mind i live in a town of thirteen thousand five hundred people they ride around town on them i can't wait to see your coverage I've been very impressed. Um, again, I'll have a proper video out. We don't have to keep running the uh, no, no. So the, look uh, forward to that. Podcast, look forward to some more content. That's... I, um, for me, you know, by the time we talk again on Thursday next week, I will obviously, hopefully, be able to talk a little bit more um, on what happened in New York with the launch event and obviously all of the things that we've seen. There's some conversations going on around around the OnePlus 10T and some things that are basically going away, not, not going away, but that are not on the 10T that people like it. So we'll have to see how that thing kind of uh, the conversation goes. I think there was a lot of conversation around it. I, th- I think everybody already saw, uh, you know, the, the the pictures and so on. You know, it's not like OnePlus is hiding it. Uh, the slider is not on the OnePlus 10T. So this is something that yeah. an iconic piece of hardware. But uh, we'll have to see. We'll see. <sighs> I want to see how it really kind of like, uh, you know, the, the feel. And we'll, we'll, I'm just glad that to start seeing more in-person things kind of happening. And um, as t- as time goes on and moves on, and hopefully we we are getting to that norm again, and that we you and I and the fam can do a, a proper CES post CES hangout in, in Vegas a little bit, kind of relaxing and kick having hopefully fun, soon. not just working. So yeah, for sure. I'm I'm again I'm I'm being real persnickety about like the oh absolutely spread of new variants and stuff. new variants but and man, I, it's like I feel like we're getting so much closer to making that sort of. Absolutely. I, I'm 
I, as, as much as I'm trying and I'm hopeful for, and I'm looking forward to, I mean, I am very, very cautious, sanitize, uh, face mask everywhere, travel with that. I, and it's, it's weird. Like you go around the airport, you walk around and the announcement says, it, you know, we were, uh, we were, you know, you're, you need to wear your mask while you're in an airport before. And it's like in and out. And I worry because some people are getting more comfortable you know, with, you know, is and this something this is that not the time to no. be getting more comfortable? <laughs> no, I mean, it's so, like, I'm not saying we need to go back into lockdowns, but just, no, 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 no. So I'll, 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 I'll kind of wrap I'll this say. up just saying, yeah, take care ahead. of yourselves because it's still crazy out there and, and don't do dumb, unnecessary, risky things for the sake of yeah? yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we like your face. So we hope to see you back in the chat. And, Absolutely. And, uh, Next yeah, week, if you're listening to this episode. on the audio version, that we hope you'll also come back and consume that too, without Absolutely. like a, a, a strange, terrible disease. With with the, with really good cans or earbuds uh, to enjoy the audio coming out of this podcast. I mean, so the audio version. If you're not listening to this on thirteen hundred dollar planar magnetic earbuds, then you're really missing out. <laughs> You're not at all. Don't do that. Uh, this uh, this show. Not I promise like you, you're hundred plane magnetics earbuds. But with that being said, be safe, stay safe. Um, I'll see you on Saturday. Juan, we'll see you on the SGTQ on Monday, and of course, we'll see you next week for the best of our week. Bye bye. Bam.